We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. The Chase Down Podcast presents A City of Champions, a seven-part series chronicling the Cavs' 2016 NBA championship. With help from fans who cheered against us, reporters who covered it, and the players who watched it, we'll take you game by game through the most improbable 3-1 comeback in championship history. Be sure to subscribe to the Chase Down Podcast to relive the greatest series we've seen in our lifetimes. One dribble steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Rebound tip taken by Spades, final seconds. It's over! It's over! Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. The series begins Thursday, April 9th. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. Man, I'm, I'm hyped on this episode, Andy. I haven't been this excited for an episode in, I don't, I don't know, I don't no, know how long. No, no, disre- no disrespect to Dieter, who's great last week, or Sam Vecini, who's great. A um, little disrespect to Ethan Strauss. But, eh, uh, fuck Ethan. <laughs> he does have a new book, so if you're a fan, you should probably, probably go buy it. He hasn't sent Sam or I or Ben one, so. If he's listening, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> um, no, nah, you, you guys should buy it. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is, yeah, no, we're, if this one goes well, maybe we'll do this every, every month or a couple of months. We get the, uh, we're, are we calling this the MVP edition of, of, uh, Warriors Twitter or just Warriors Twitter edition? Oh, I like Warriors Twitter MVP. Although we have a few, uh, I guess the MVP here is Ben for 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 keeping up and and putting up with us actually fucking doing this shit. But I am excited for a few guys. We did yeah, have is, to. Uh, this oh, yeah. is beyond our technical capabilities. We had to get Ben on the line here. He's, What's up, guys? Put him to work. I'm, I'm happy to be here, uh, Andy. I love your background. Really on brand. Uh, this is going to be great. 
great Twitter video content. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I because uh, thinking about it right now, it's uh, it's about what sixty five, almost seventy degrees in San Francisco, and I'm sitting here and Gorgeous I'm like, day. can you imagine? Vegas right now can you just imagine the pool parties look Sam has his beard lined up he looks like he's ready to walk in I'm thriving Auto service bro. thriving <laughs> he does he does sound like a um like he wears Lululemon he's got the uh he's got the free runs on I'm just in I'm just in my best sweats all day <laughs> just you know healthier than normal minus you know the the wine and you know shout out um but we have a little I have one thing I want to talk to you about before we start getting into the guests we have this week. God. And that is Rudy Gobert. So report circulated that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are not on speaking terms. So naturally, Twitter gets into its tiz. Everyone's got their trade machines out for Rudy Gobert. (laughs) And I just want to start here. Andy, would you want to trade for Rudy Gobert? Uh, yes. Rudy Gobert is really good. Rudy Gobert is really good. I, the question okay, to me is you, who, who the you, question to me. So too. the only way you can trade for him on the Warriors is you have to take one of your four big contracts. Like you can't trade Jordan Poole and, um, you know, Ludi. It, it's gotta be Steph. Not, not happening. That's, 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 um, Clay also uh-huh. off the table Wiggins uh-huh. or Draymond. So what yeah. we're talking about is Wiggins or Draymond. I, I would trade neither, but please go ahead with your take because you need to get this off your chest. <laughs> Disgusting. <All right. laughs> no, what I was going to say is, yeah, okay, let's let's go there. Would you trade Wiggins for Gobert? No. Why? It, I, just, I mean, Gobert is the, the better fit, player. Gobert is unequivocally the better player. Uh, Wiggins is, is the better fit. The money's disgusting. Always, the money's disgusting. I don't see how you can win with Rudy Gobert and Draymond Green as the four and the five. Like it, that's so nasty that I'd rather gamble on Draymond Green at the five and Andrew Wiggins at the three. That's um, that's pretty much where I'm at too. Um, in terms of I, Wiggins, that's I where don't you're at. want to trade for a player who makes that much money who. I probably have to pull off the floor when the Lakers put Anthony Davis at the five, <laughs> right. you know, and that's essentially what it comes down to. So I didn't think this was a controversial take because the the second part of this is Utah's not giving him to you for Wiggins. They're asking you to throw in right. draft picks. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, I'd rather see what they can do with Wiggins next year. When you get a healthy staff, a healthy clay back and um, Draymond's also healthy back. And, you know, it's kind of, he's never going to have a better situation than that in his career. Right. I'd rather kind of roll the dice with that than give up all these high picks. You've accumulated your own this year, the wolves next year. And, um, and obviously a wing, a two way, a potential two way wing player in Andrew Wiggins, you know, whether he becomes that or not, we'll see, but to throw that all away for a rim protector, even if it's the best rim protector in the league, I don't see how he plays with Draymond and I don't see how you will ever find a wing on a veteran minimum who's worth anything that you can play in the playoffs to guard Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Paul George. Um, I don't know. Just run down all the wings. You have to be honest if they somehow get to the, to the, to the, to the championship, but how about Draymond green? Cause it sounds like with Andrew Wiggins, you're not going to, well, even if you want to do Wiggins for Gobert, they're not going to do it. You throw in the picks, not worth it. But how about Draymond green? Cause then you can slot him in at the five, right? You have, you now have a finisher for Steph. 
you have a defense. You have a. Rim now you can protector. go pure four out with mm-hmm. just a center inside. That's a little more interesting. And there's an argument to be made that Gobert is younger and less banged up yep. and going forward. He's not going to be a better player than Draymond was in 2016, 2017, but will he be the better player in the 2020s? He could be. He might be. I still have a hard time with that one. I go back and forth on it. At least that one's one. You're talking about trading like position for like position because end of the day, we're talking about whichever one of these guys you keep, they're going to have to be the closing five. I bet you they've talked about it. Yeah. The problem is too, like, yeah, Gobert is going to be a better player for the regular, like the regular season. Like they're probably going to win a few more games. I'd say like, if not like maybe three, more, four, five, more, more durable, more reliable, like Gobert. I mean, for 15 to 20 teams in the league minimum, he just, he just stifles your, you know, if you finish 58% at the rim as a team, you're finishing 48% that night, yeah. you know, like yeah. most, most teams don't know what to do with him. He's really good. He'll probably average like 18 points, 20 points even with Steph. The problem is, though, like if you're going to do that, the problem is even in a, even in a postseason series, you're not going to take Gobert over Draymond. And that's the thing. Like until I think you realize Draymond is finished, which I still don't think Draymond is absolutely finished. I just I just there's just so that, no point that's where it's interesting, because you look at uh, other teams in the Bay Area um the Niners come to mind like Bill Walsh was kind of famous for trade a guy one year early before trade him one year late or um you know the Patriots in football analogies right now but like it's the the constant trade a guy right before they quote-unquote fall off the cliff before they get injured before it's too late that would be your logic for actually considering a Draymond for Gobert trade which I can't even believe I'm entertaining right now but that's where we're at because End of the day, Gobert is turning 27 or is 27 right now, and he has no history of injury. Draymond's 30. He's undersized. And, I mean, he's banged up all over the place, back, knees, whatever it may be. I mean, he plays a style of basketball that it's just hard to imagine will age well. <clears throat> yeah, it may. It might be a little uh... – they might be able to elongate the window a little bit because you do. I mean, presumably you keep the picks, right? You're not trading the lotter, both lottery picks for someone like Gobert. I mean, you're doing a one for one, whatever salary filler you have to do. Um, yeah, I can see that argument, but yeah, I, I'm again, I'm I'm not Belichick. I can't do that. You know, I can't do that type of like ruthless forever giant Andy. I that's out. who. I mean, I'm a Giants <laughs> fan. I'm I, I'm gonna hold. And it's not like the guy is Aubrey Huff, right? So it's not like he resurrected his career a little bit with with the Giants, and then he got like a bullshit contract because they won a title. Like he was Draymond was really good against Portland and like pretty good against Toronto. Like it wasn't like he was washed. I'm excited to get Ricky on the pod a little later because he has a different opinion than you. He, uh, but. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He's he's shown he can dial it back. Maybe he can't dial it back to peak 2016 Draymond. But was the player we saw in the Western Conference Finals and the Finals better than Rudy Gobert? Yeah, I think so. We watch Rudy Gobert play against you know the Houston Rockets. We watch Draymond Green literally go up the against... Big, the big one for me is the Lakers, honestly. I watch Rudy Gobert be really productive against them. And then they put Anthony Davis at the five and it's all the problems you think about. Like he can't hang with them and there's no shame in that, but yeah, but end of the day, you kind of have to, the Warriors need to be building their team for playoff lineups, players who 
can play against the teams they're going to need to go through. And next year, the teams they're going to need to go through are the Lakers, the Clippers, um, maybe the Rockets. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although Gobert would be fine against Denver. Here, here's, here's a, here's a thing though. I feel like um, you can't, even if you think Draymond's not that good or has not, doesn't have the ability to become who he was before. You're not getting anyone. You're not getting anyone better than, than a playoff series Draymond right now. Right, you can probably get someone that'll shoot thirty eight percent from three. Like you, you could. I mean, you could probably do that. Or you but could get someone who could get you, you know, twelve to fifteen rebounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably or not like getting both. They're not. They're not doing all of that. I mean, Draymond's not shooting thirty eight percent. He's probably shooting thirty, right? But it's like, I, I don't think there is anybody there. And that's like the the Rudy Gobert debate is that you don't. Even if you get Gobert, he's not making you better for sure. And if that's not the case, I'm not rolling that dice. But again, you can make the argument that for the next few years he may help. But fuck, and man, I want to. I want to go back. Gobert's an idiot anyway. Fuck. I want to go back to this Wiggins point because I got a lot of pushback on shocking this take. Um, yeah, I know me. But anyway, what I was gonna say is, if you did somehow pull off the miraculous trade where you trade Wiggins plus some picks for Gobert. Where are you getting a wing? Yeah. Where where are you getting a wing? Yeah, yeah. Like you're getting Glenn Robinson the third, who I think we both like, but I like him in the rotation. I don't like him being the guy who has to check Kawhi Leonard. You you're know? not a you're not a fan of uh you're not a fan of uh, uh Jordan Poole being a, a two, uh maybe a maybe a three. You don't you're not a fan of uh, who else do they have? Ironically, he started playing he started play, Jordan Poole started playing a lot better when he played point guard and didn't have wings guarding him so yeah because um, he's undersized shocking they figured that out though that's nice yeah so i don't know i keep coming back to this w- gobert can be better than wiggins he is no one's gonna argue that i'm not gonna argue that andy's not gonna argue that and but he's not so much better that you want to pay him near max money and then only have a mid-level for a wing because yep. you can find a mid-level center who's you find a mid-level center who's arguably better than Wiggins as a player, but you cannot find a mid-level wing who approaches anything near what Wiggins can do. And Wiggins is kind of disappointing. Yeah. And so let's, I mean, I mean, we can probably end the discussion there because I bet you they've had that conversation, but I think end of the day, they're probably saying, look, I mean, Steve Kerr's probably going in there and saying, I just resurrected Marquise Chris's career. I've resurrected JaVale McGee's career. And, end of the day like we'll survive with Draymond Looney Chris you know Marcus all guys that you're gonna bring in next year and just be enough until you get to Draymond until Draymond shows me that he can't stay on the floor against the likes of the Portland Trailblazers or someone like my gut is gonna say like he'll be fine uh, against everybody from you know AD to, to actually Harold might not even be on the Clippers when we they play basketball again so right like so we, we don't know but I'll, I'll roll the dice on him rather than Gobert who I just yeah, I think uh, there's just not enough there. Maybe we'll regret this going forward, but Joel you Embiid, know what? Though, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a we got some guests to bring on here, my man. Ooh, Ben, are we ready to go? Are we? Are we? Do uh, we gotta I'm, kill some time? No, no. I'm sending yeah. an invite right now. Ooh, uh, I don't even know who we have first. Actually, I know Sam sent the list out, um, but now I forgot who's coming on first. Uh, this is our first time, I think, bringing. Uh, some of these people we never even talked to. 
I know Sam, Sam, uh, Sam and his sources are always talking to everyone in and around the league. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. We're going to get some of the regulars on, like people we always uh, interact with on Twitter or send us emails. I'm excited to have some of them on. I want to I want to see what they're all about. Yeah, Sheed, Sheed uh, Warriors World, everybody listening knows, didn't. We invited him, didn't want to show up per usual. You know, not shocked. Classic Sheed. Sheed would have, be he would have had to been a, been on camera. I don't know if that's uh, that's on brand for Sheed, you know? She, yeah, he, he doesn't do he doesn't do cameras. Um, she would do the late roll and she's like, oh, yeah, you guys are going at, a le- at eight. He'll want to show up at like 1030. <laughs> that was go for two hours. And, uh, she's been she's been requesting two hour podcasts. I don't think uh, I don't think the light years. I don't think we're up for two she, hour podcast. She's a premium only guy. She's actually uh, if you subscribe to premium, you'll get a little more she in your life. You might even find out this week why he's. Uh, why he's been suspended again. That's right. <laughs> We did do a podcast. Uh, she might what? have us. She might have us pivot over to IG. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's. True. I forget that uh, she's a premium only listener. He he complains that we don't go long enough on premium. We're only doing 30, 35 minute podcasts. We yeah, but we're putting it. two to three of them out a week. Mm-hmm. The idea is you get you get you know you get a commute size Sam and Andy, <laughs> which is what uh, which no one has to commute anymore. So it kind of defeats the purpose for right now. Now, walking to the local coffee shop is probably like 15 to 20 minutes uh local dispensary and so people are standing outside and you know trying to take in the fresh air for the 15 minutes a day you do i went to uh, i went to i've been working out at keysar so i've been running from my house to yes Kizar. i follow you <laughs> on instagram uh i've been doing these lebron workouts uh and posting them too uh really some love of the fame work right there uh-huh but there's so many people at Kizar. I don't know how they're still open. Yesterday, I saw a guy, a guy, two dudes. They're rolling down dumbbells. <laughs> Dude, guys, they're carrying dumbbells to Kizar to the track and field, and and they're doing workouts. I mean, I don't know what if is that love of the game? Is that love of the fame? I can't tell. I don't know. We need a quarantine. On the, on the on the dumbbell front, I saw the NFL is allowing teams to buy their players workout equipment, but up to fifteen hundred dollars. So. Um, and I don't understand it other than like, they're trying to competitive balance, I guess, you know, like you can't have like one owner out here spending way more. Like, I don't know why they care. Like, honestly, if, if Mark Davis is out here saying like, he doesn't want to buy players, anything, he doesn't deserve to sign the in free agency, you know? (laughs) Wait, so there's a $1,500. I, that's the way I read it. I'm going to actually, let me pull it up to make sure that teams, that teams like, you know, you that teams can actually spend, not um you oh. know, no one's no one's gonna stop Tom Brady from paying for a I was two billion say. dollar gym in his house. Right, right. I was gonna say, did you see that Mike Conley has his own gym? It's just like well, Mike, Mike Conley? Conley signed the biggest contract of all time at one point. So also he's like living in where where's he playing now? Utah? Yeah. How much you think a home gym in Utah costs? Like two hundred thousand? I don't know that Sorry, you can. I mean, a house with a gym, not a, not a gym. Itself. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you can like because you're buying that stuff from the same places. But uh, like um, Mike, Mike Conley of all people with a, with a home gym. I mean, even Steph Curry can't get a fucking home gym. The guy has no. To he, didn't, build... he didn't have. A, he didn't have a Peloton. That was the thing. <laughs> well, I thought he he had to build uh he had to build a, a shot. He had to build a like a like a backboard and all that stuff. I, it's just crazy that. 
Yeah, Draymond Green with the Peloton, uh, which is not shocking that Draymond Green will do anything in his spare time besides learning how to shoot again. Uh, I think we're just going to watch Draymond be stuck at 28% forever, but he's going to look skinny. It's going to be great defense. NFL teams are told they should provide weights and training equipment for players that don't have it at home for up to 1500 per player. Um, Does 1500 get you a bench? Does that get you a bench? I think that's all it gets you. (laughs) <laughs> but you might not get more than like 245s. You know, like look at what if like look at Kai Bowman, the guy makes like 40 grand a year. Like he's an NBA player. They're like oh, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna I'm I'm googling right now how much to buy a home bench. You th- you think uh you think um who's an indispensable player for the Niners. You think Nick Bosa can't walk in there and be like, "You know what? I want you to pay for because you know what, what's Nick Bosa getting paid? Actually, he's getting paid a fair amount. He's a second pick. But George Kittle, the, the bigger George issue, Kittle doesn't get the, paid any money. The bigger issue is did they set it up beforehand? Because you know, like ordering on Amazon now, like you're like, oh yeah, you're gonna get it June 24th. You know, it kind of mm. defeats the purpose, right? No way. Look at the, I mean, look at the the Utah Jazz and the Thunder and all these NBA teams are getting Corona tests. Like they're getting results like two hours later. I mean, these guys are probably going through a, you know, a, a, a the Silk Road of a. Uh, <laughs> of uh of equipment and uh and corona tests so i don't know they'll be they'll be fine they'll make it yeah i mean it's i'm just fascinated when sports comes back because um we're gonna have our uh our share of out of shape players we're gonna also <laughs> have our share of guys who get skinny you know like certain people have a hard time holding weight and if they can't like eat and that's an asian thing it's a lot of people think. Um, oh, man, we you got to show your hair at least. Come on, man. What are, what are we? What's up with the guys? I, I, up, I said you got to take the hoodie. You got to take the hoodie off. What are we doing? Hey, bro. Everybody, and not not all of us can't get haircuts either. Come on. <laughs> what you mean? Look at my hair. <laughs> Look, it looks good. Right, yeah. It looks it's, good. It's not going to show on the pod either. This? Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not a hair a hairline connoisseur. I just I do the same fade every time. Gotcha. No, nobody. Gotcha. Yeah, see. You just see the same like uh, alt right haircut. Is that what? It, is that <laughs> relax, relax. Uh, Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer doesn't pay me enough to get this fucking haircut. Relax. Yeah, hella funny. <laughs> what are you up to, man? Yeah. Shit, bro. I just uh, you can't cuss on me, huh? Nah, nah. I'd say what you want. want. Nah, but uh, I ain't been up too much, man. Just uh online homework and stuff and outside of that man just at the crib border like how bored are you are you like working out like we're me and sam are just we talk to each other way too much like uh-huh. that's what we're bringing on like we're bringing you on to kind of help us out bro i'll be going on walks that's how bored i am bro. like <laughs> really like, taking yeah. in nature <laughs> yeah like man i don't know if you did you see my ig post yesterday where were I you didn't at see that one it was on my story now it was just like a bunch of woods like a bunch of series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's like, bro, ain't nothing going on, man. Uh, that's uh, that's shit that like nobody like. That's that's white people shit, you know. Bro, I, don't, I don't spend my I don't spend my time. <laughs> I like it though. I like it after I do it. I'm like I'm be honest. Like after I do it, I'm really happy. But like I'm not right. gonna go out of my way on a. I mean, Sam, come on, you're the same. Ben, you're the same way. Come on, you guys yeah. don't go out of your way to go hiking. Bro, I'm saying. Like, no, I've, I've I've taken it up recently because it's like it's I just need something to get out of the house. That's yeah, what's good for it comes real. Down to. That's really like, what oh, it this is. It's really nice. Yeah, that's yeah, about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what it is, man. Oh, Mecca, so you, Mecca, Ezek, Ezek, Swelly, Ezekwesley. <sighs> Not even close. 
as a Quesley. As a Quesley. Yeah, there you go. Not all of us. Not all of us have three letter last names. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Would be ideal, though, right? <laughs> um, wait. You taking classes online? So wait. Yeah. You got. You got to tell us how does that work? Is it like more stressful to do the Zoom? <laughs> Is it a Zoom class? Yeah, I got like I got like I got four Zoom classes and one teacher that just sends us our stuff and just you know we do what I. We do what we do as long as we get it done. Yeah. But like, can they see you? Like, because I feel like it's more eyes on you because you know, in a classroom, you can't really tell what's going on like after the second row. But nah, in Zoom, like, you can see what everyone's doing. Nah, like uh, they told us to turn our cameras off and have our, our have our audio on mute, so they just be talking. Okay. Yeah, what do you have? To, what so you have to take a test? lecture? So on the test, they gave us they made us uh, download this uh, lockdown browser. So like, uh, you can't yeah. cheat because yeah. the camera's on, and then like. Um, and then, like they, uh, they make you lift up your laptop and go around the room or whatever. So you can't even, like, you know. Damn. Yeah, it's whack. Damn, my my sister said she's in college still, and she said mm-hmm. that if your connection drops during a test, you fail, auto fail. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. the? F-? So yeah, if you lose Wi Fi, it's an F. I t- yeah. yeah. So I told her to Jesus. use the hotspot. Yeah, just use her phone, tether it to your phone, because that's nah, crazy. That's real. Yeah, it's whack, bro. <sighs> that's not cool at all. Um, I feel like they're taking their job way too serious. I mean, I get it. I would definitely yeah. try to log off and Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam the cops. I mean, I, I'd be cheating for sure, but like, but, uh, who gives a fuck? Shit, right, dude. for real. Come on. Right, what did you... Like, come on, man. It's whack, but it is what it is. <laughs> let's get into a, let's do a little Warriors talk here while I got you, Mac. Yeah, it's good. All right. So we, uh, Andy and I were just debating. So you saw how uh, Donovan Mitchell and Gobert aren't on the best of terms right now. Right. Would you want to trade for Rudy Gobert? No. Not all? You wouldn't trade uh, – because, like, there's only four players the Warriors can trade for him, just, like, mm-hmm. to even work out. Obviously, right. you're not trading Steph or Clay. Right. So, then it comes down to – and I don't – do you trade Wiggins for him? Would you? Um, no. Nah, yeah, like, honestly, bro, I just want to see how it works right now. Like, how this – how the uh, how the man guys are glue, you know – how the main guys will work together at the uh, at the moment. So I want to see. I want to give it a test run. I want to see. You know, they kind of gave D'Lo the uh, the yeah. same thing, but like you know, I want to see uh, Wig with uh with Clay and uh, Steph involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, we saw him with Steph for one game, and it looked right. it looked pretty good pretty for good. one game. And that yeah. was with no Clay and with like half guys on ten day contracts. No Draymond either. And I think yep. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Draymond mailed it in this year on purpose. And I think I don't. This is hopefully speaking to be honest though. But like, you know, I feel like he's gonna come. I feel like he's seeing everything that's going on. He's hearing it all. So I feel like next year he's gonna come in with uh with his guys and he's gonna actually play. That's why. We'll that's why Andy and I are slandering him all the time. It's we're actually trying to help him, <laughs> motivate him. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> you dream on, dream on. And hey, hey, you got you got um you got some NBA draft takes actually. That's that's. I'm more curious about your NBA draft takes. You right. have some every year. Who who are some guys that that you like or that you think the Warriors might like? Uh, they got two second rounders. I mean, they got two yeah. seconds. They might trade down. Like I want, they want yeah. both. Who do you want the Warriors yeah. to actually take? Like in the top five, wherever they land, and then sleepers. Yeah. Um, I like Edwards or Wiseman if they go oh, uh, top you three. Do. Yeah. The ones uh, that we don't like. What? So why? Not, why no. No. You don't like. I like I, Edwards. I I'm not. I'm not all the way in on Wiseman. But right. I mean, I'm those. Uh, it, how, so tell me why you guys don't like Wiseman. 
I, I know it's about the big man being expired or whatever, but like the guy can move, man. He can move his feet. To me, oh, so real quick for yeah, real quick for me. Oh, like, go well, number for one, it, yeah, number one, it's like you just I, don't, I haven't never seen the guy at all. Not that we've mm-hmm. seen like at words a lot, but the other thing is also he may be really good, but you are also probably going to get someone that's like 75, 80% as good. Like, right. That's true. Like someone like Chris or someone off the mid level. Yeah. Um, But we do, we've asked a lot of people, they do compare him to someone that has defensive player of the year potential. So them Mm -hmm. drafting him might not be the worst thing, but it's like, yeah, if he, I guess if he could shoot threes, that that's a deal breaker, then then he's a star, but I don't know. I mean, he get, um, He's working on it. I saw him. I saw. I saw the game Memphis played Oregon, and he was all right. But most of the things that I noticed were like uh, how he moves. Man, he can run. You, you know, and he's seven. He's legit Steph. seven one. Here's huh? my question. Here's my question for you because, yeah, Andy's right. If you think he can, even if you think he can hit mid range shots, yeah, that changes my opinion on him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But to me, he just looks farther away. Than Edwards, like I feel nah, like that's true. he's, I feel like he's not going to start coming into his own until Steph's thirty-five, yeah, plays thirty-two, thirty-three, yeah. and so like the idea of getting a center that can play with them, I don't think that's him. So right. I'd rather go with the playmaker You're personally right. over you that. That's that's pretty much what it comes down to for me. That's real. I, I agree with that. I just uh, I never you know put that in my head that uh that whole situation but you're right i agree so you think he's farther away than edwards like like yeah, Anthony oh, yeah. edwards is probably gonna be i mean Sam none of these guys are gonna, this guy none of these guys are yeah. gonna be like you know zion you're one no nah, right? but <laughs> hold on um no nah, but i like um i like uh i mean edwards off the bench yeah that's gonna be right nice, yeah man. let him let him take a six-man role and then yeah. you know in a year yeah. or two, you can start moving him to the line. Yeah, someone line. said Zach Levine, and I was like, I mean, that's buckets. Just, right. The rest right. might be t- who you who you got at the at the end because we don't know, or at least I don't know anybody else. Like, if they, what if they're in the late lottery? You know what I mean? Or like middle first round, even late first round. Oh, um, I like Toppin. Um, okay. uh, I don't really like Lamelo. I, I like he can play making all that, but he can't shoot. Um, and either he gets zero effort on defense, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he, he also feels like someone that's like in four years he might be really good, but right. No, that's true. That's that. true. That's real. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like a lot of. I see. I don't. I don't like many of those guys. I feel <laughs> like it's the top three or four, and then it's over. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a, there's some guys that you know may form into into role players, but outside of that, mm, I like. Um, Yo, sleeper though, man. I know uh, Ethan said he didn't like him, but Lamine Johnny, Cal State okay. Northridge, Northridge, excuse me. Yo, he's active, man. He's active. He put up uh, numbers two years in a row. Big West Player of the Year two two years in a row. Okay. Um, he needs to learn. He needs to learn how to shoot, but he's athletic. Uh, he can play defense. I like him. This is this is end of first. This is second round because the second the Warriors round. have two this seconds, is, so they could pick yeah, him up. I think yeah, that's great. Yeah, this second round. This, okay, he'll be available. Uh, yeah, I bet you the Warriors know him too. They're they're big with the local guy, Cal State Northridge. Yeah, yeah. Sam's yeah. alma mater, you know. So I know it's a what? small conference, but <laughs> <laughs> player of the year. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's uh, that that's awesome. Um, so we'll look out for him. Is there? Do you have a take or something before we get you out of here? Do you got like a a hot take or something like that that you want to throw out there? Um, 
I want y'all to take what y'all think they're gonna finish the season. I don't. I don't. Right. I don't think they finish the season. I, I think the NBA is a league that they like the if it was the NFL, I bet you they finish the season. I bet you oh, yeah, find any sure. type of way. But I think yeah. with the NBA, they like they want to do everything that makes them look good. So like right. I, I truly feel like if Gavin Newsom stands up there and says, We're not playing sports in November, and so it's gonna be like, Okay, well yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sam Sam might feel differently. I think they're gonna try. I think they're gonna do something like the uh the proposed Vegas tournament. Uh-huh. I think there's too much money. They they gotta give right. it a shot, but whether they can pull it off, like I just keep thinking about this. Like, what if it's you know, Rockets versus Denver and Eric Gordon gets coronavirus? Then uh, yeah. everyone on both teams has to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. And so they can't play games for two weeks, and yeah. then it just feels like it's one of those things where it's like all of a sudden it's August 24th, and you're in the. Uh, you're in the middle of the second round. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> it's, you know it's James Harden yeah. that would get Corona. Come on, with the, with the people James Harden is around all the time. Come on, yeah, it's gonna be my guy. I don't know all what right. you're talking about. <laughs> all right, all right, Mac, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right, fellas, talk soon. Yes, sir. Have take a good care. One. All right, you too. Bye. That's a little Wiseman there, huh? I mean, yeah. I'll say this: anyone I know who saw Wiseman play at uh in AU or in college says the same thing. They're like, you don't find guys that tall who move like that. Yeah. Which is yeah. promising. That I, is, I get the hype. Like movement is, is a big one. Like I remember when Hashim the beat. We were, we're, we were just talking about Rudy Gobert and he's an excellent defender. And I think he moves pretty well. He for, moves well. He moves well. But he still doesn't move that well. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, we don't know. Well, I, I haven't seen much Wiseman. So like how, how well does he move? Because it's like Draymond's like 6'5", right? And it's like he moves like obviously he moves like a 6'5 guy. Right. But, uh, yeah, I wonder. Maybe sometimes it's just like you're too tall to be moving that well. Like who? Like not everyone's LeBron. LeBron's 6'9", 6'10". KD's seven feet. He moves like a one. He moves better than, you know, most point guards in the league. Um, yeah, that's, uh, so I mean, that's a unicorn. That's what everyone's yeah. looking for. You're looking for the... Uh, the guy who's X height who plays like he's like two positions smaller, right? I hate, I hate, by the way, pet peeve. I hate when people call people, uh, players a unicorn when they're not. Why was Chris Stapps Porzingis a unicorn? He is not a unicorn. Chris Stapps pretty good, man. A unicorn um, is Kevin Durant. You just have higher standards for unicorns. <laughs> this is, this is the, the, uh, the tiger dad coming out. Like, like you're not taking the B, you're not taking the B plus unicorn. You're like, a Chris Stapps is good. Yeah, Chris Stapps <laughs> is good. He is good. But it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but like Cat, like I think Cat could be in that category of a unicorn. The guy shoots 40% from three. Like He really should be a better defender, by the way. Really oh, sad. That's right. Story. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh my God. That, that's kind of the first, is that the first corona-related death in sports? It just, yeah. It's, it seems like a lot of people you know, not a lot, but there's some people have been, have gotten it, but not, you know, maybe not. Well, I mean, it's not really yeah. a disease that sucks. Man. Like you, I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, hoping Andy gets it and <laughs> get rid of him that way, but it's, it's not going to do it. Andy's too young. He's, yeah. you know, he's in good enough shape. He'll yeah, I'll survive. Yeah. I'll survive. People <laughs> won't be happy about that. I'll, I'll tweet that. I, what, what, what do you think happens if I tweet that I got, I have Corona. What do you think happens? there'll be a celebration don't even test it because when people figure out you're lying that's a hundred times worse there's a gofundme for uh for corona that i've gotten um not we're not we're not getting on the fake gofundmes <laughs> just 
be better. Be better, people who do that. (laughs) While we're while we're here, bet online, Uh, bet online. They're doing a Madden tournament. So there's no NBA, no NHL, no baseball, no MLB. So you might think there's nothing to bet on. You'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. You missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices. I mean, yeah. And even the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. All open 24 hours a day, all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE. Join today, receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering system. Who do we have here? Do we have the. This is Ricky G. Oh, wow. We have. How are we? Ricky, this is Sam. Welcome to the Light Years Podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Is, is Andy Lou there? I am. I can't see your face, though, Ricky. What's. uh? No, no you know, so when you live by the water and you live in airspace, sometimes it don't work. Oh, you live in Mars. You live in the air. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I want you guys. I, 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 I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, again, I, I thank you for that. No, we, we appreciate you coming on. It's it's your, you know, we got five, seven, ten minutes. You talk about whatever you want, anything you want. It's your uh it's your time. Wanna, actually, let me let me start Ricky with this. I want to ask him <laughs> this. We were debating this before you came on. So we mm. all saw the report that um Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are uh not on the best of terms, um, given what happened with Corona. Would you trade Andrew Wiggins or Draymond Green? For Rudy Gobert, if you're the Warriors, let, let, let me break this down in two separate things. Everybody's okay. first reaction on Gobert immediately says no. Let me tell you why I might push back. If you could give Wiggins for Gobert, you now have Gobert to protect the rim, and now Draymond Green can roam and play center field on defense, and that is what he is good at. That's true, but I'm not giving that. I'm not giving Wiggins up for Gobert. I don't. I mean, I'll give Wiggins up, but I'm not giving Green up. Believe that or not? Can you believe that? Wow. So oh you wow, do, you're, wow, you're going the opposite. See, because Andy and I'm, I let me let me t- let ahead. me tell you I'm going the opposite now. Let me tell you I'm going the opposite. You put Gobert in the middle to rim protect. Green is great at center field and free safety and help defense. Yeah, absolutely. But where I question Green right now is can he? guard the five in the block and can you guard an athletic wing in space on ball that's my question for green that's how about fair. on offense though how about on offense you got draymond and you got rudy gobert on offense what do you do about that no i take now now i'm gonna blow you away again i'm gonna take steph curry and rudy gobert and go high usage pick and roll with those two i love that you I know i love you. that ricky you know <laughs> well, I, I better get off here let me get off because this we can't agree with andy already <laughs> Ricky, we you came on here. We're in, we were supposed to argue. Don't don't start it. What is this? I, but you set me up. No, if you go go bear, now okay. you got a you got a you got a roller with Curry and you got mm-hmm. Clayson in the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now where does Dray- where does Draymond on- play in this situation? Because if he's not in the an pick offense? and roll, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You can use him as a screener for Clay. Use him like Pop used to on the other side. Use him okay. on a little pick and roll, little pick action. The problem is with Draymond. Here's my issue with Draymond. Number one on defense. He's still great, high IQ, right? help. On ball, I question him now, 
and I don't think he's big enough to guard the five like an Adams, uh, uh, Jokic, that type AD in the block. But as far as Gobert, I make that trade. Wiggins for Gobert. I so me and me and Sam kind of agreed that I think we probably wouldn't do either player for Gobert just because it, it'd be a little bit too much of an issue on offense. At least for me, if you're trading Wiggins for and the other the other reason I. The other reason I wouldn't it, do it is because I feel like the Jazz would require a bunch of draft picks that I don't think the Warriors should be giving up. Hmm. Andy, draft picks are only valuable while they're picks. Once they're not picks and become players, they're no good. <laughs> that's that's I, true too. I, I do I do that was Sam, by the way. I love that. Um, but yeah, I just you need you need enough shooting though, right? This, this Andy, Andy, stop. You yes. want to play high UC's pick and roll, you got Goldbear and Curry. I'm with you on the pick and roll. If you don't have Goldbear, get rid That's of the it. pick and roll. That's all they need. That's all they need. They I don't mean, need another shooter. And you got a rim protector. Now you got because here's my other concern with the Warriors. Curry, Steve Kerr. Clay, Green, Wiggins. How are they going to defend at half court? That's a slow team and small. That's true. Now you get Gobert, you get Wiggins' ass out there with his thirty million. In fact, I'll give him t- picks for the next three years if they take the thirty million. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's that's kind of the problem with it. It's even if we even if we like the idea of Wiggins kind of as a reclamation project because Steph and Clay and Kerr are going to probably bring out the best of in whatever that is. Right? Uh, it's still a lot yeah. of money. It's still a lot of money. Well, let me tell you. Here's what we got: we got Wiggins and and Green at uh, 55 million. Both of them shoot around 30 to 30 percent from the three, 44 percent from the two. You want those guys beating the Lakers and the Clippers when they double staff and they take their best defender, put him on clay. That's fair. You're right. They're just gonna they're just gonna get. It's gonna be like last year, and you're watching like, well, if Iguodala is gonna hit those shots, you win. But if he doesn't, it's really tough. Yeah, but the problem is we got to go back to Green on offense. If he's not going to be an offensive threat, then I'm going to be on Twitter killing him. If he becomes an offensive threat, I'll be his biggest fan. What do you think – Sam has a bet uh, that he th- he doesn't think that Draymond gets a 30% from three next year. 33%. 33, 33%. What do you think he lands next year? He's on Peloton, Ricky. Yeah. He is running. He's running yeah. a lot. Can, is the house accepting $20,000 bets? <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm, I have this bet with Drew Schiller of the, the Warriors Outsiders. I'll see if he's willing to take more money. Can I I'm, buy betting, I'm betting. I'm betting. I'm buying the. Un, I'm buying the under two. I. I don't see want, it. I'll. You, I'll be thrilled if he hits thirty two. Okay. If you back out of it, I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um. um okay. Wanna, one. Oh wait. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, I was gonna say I want to give you one more question before uh, yeah. we move on here. Um. So you said you think the Warriors are slow as as presently constructed. You think they're too slow. On defense, so what, they're slow. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's assume no trades happen. They don't make a blockbuster. Forget Rudy Gobert, any of that stuff. So we're just talking about adding players around what they presently have. What type of player would you like to see them prioritize? Okay. we got two issues right off the top with the Warriors. Number one, they're going to have to get a rim protector with that defense. They must because they can't hide Wiggins and Steph. Wiggins can guard certain guys. With that good athletic off the bounce, he's going to get beat. Now, the problem with the Warriors on defense is when, when they substitute, what are you going to do? It gets worse. You got Lee. You got Poole. You got Looney King jump over a phone book and move. I mean, yeah, they need a lot do? of players. <laughs> they need now, more than one guy. Back, here's, here's my two priorities for the Warriors. 
I get everybody wants the wing defender. Everybody in the league wants wing defenders. There isn't enough of them. I get that. They better get them a playmaker that can be somebody off the bounce because they have nobody that can be anybody off the bounce with Steph. Jordan Poole's, uh he's going to be an MVP, Ricky. I don't. <laughs> you want uh, Andy? He's joking. You want you you want? I mean, the Warriors got to get a playmaker that can be somebody's ass off the bounce. Yeah, and they need a big true. to protect the rim. That's they true. got no speed. Here's the problem with the Warriors next year: Green's not going to be a threat. Curry's going to get blitzed on every pick and roll hard. The ball's going to find Green. They're going to make the ball go to Green. Now you got the other team that's going to double Steph, and they're going to trail him. They're not going to leave him. They're going to man him with their best defender on Steph in the corner, and they're going to tell the Warriors, beat us with Wiggins and Green against the other two. You're not doing that against the Clippers. You're not doing it against the Lakers. And you might not do it against a Denver and a, and a Dallas. All right. All right. That's too far. <laughs> too far. Denver, Andy, and, Andy, Denver and Dallas. Let me ask you a question. Who All do you right. put on Donkeys right now in defense? Who do I put on who? Duncan Robinson. Donkey. 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 Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Who's going to guard Luca? Listen, guard listen, Harden? listen. Who's Clay? Clay's Clay's going to be on Luca. I actually like well, the Clay matchup there. Okay, I like Clay on both of them. He's coming off off a knee. That's when true. Clay goes out. Who, when Clay goes out, who yeah, just him? yeah, but just because they just because Luca might average 25, 30 points isn't doesn't mean that the Mavericks are going to beat the Warriors in a playoff series. But I get your point. They don't have enough wing defenders. Um. Nobody does. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe the Warriors a couple okay. years ago. We we got we got to get you out of here. Maybe you have one more take. Maybe you got like thirty seconds, Ricky. You got one more take. I hate every player in the draft. I don't want any of them. Trade back and, and, and get a vet in the seventeen million. There we oh, go. See, man. we 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 got we, we got Andy and Ricky to uh, we to do find common that. ground here. We found common we ground on like happens. three things. It's oh god. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Appreciate we appreciate you. you. Thanks, yes, man. Sir. Appreciate right, you okay. coming on. Oh, look who oh. we have. Oh, we got a warrior. We got Twitter enemy number one. On the pod <laughs> I got, I got, I got some, uh, I got some warriors fans that don't even like you, Urkel. It's just very, not a very, uh, the man needs no introduction. <laughs> uh, we got Urkel here. What's up, man? Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you guys having me. What's going on? Uh, we uh, you were right so, on LeBron. Yes. Well, well, we'll get into that in a minute. I want to start you with the question I'm asking everyone. All right. Uh, so, so everyone saw the Gobert, uh, Donovan Mitchell. They might not be uh, kosher right now. And so that got Warriors Twitter and they got all Twitter like doing trade machine stuff. Would you trade Wiggins or Draymond for Gobert? No, I would not trade either because you're going to have to attach a draft pick to it. So. There we go. I I think that I think there's a bigger fish to be had. And I think you're gonna need as much draft capital as possible to, to um haul back that big fish. So who 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 who's the big fish? Um <laughs> the guy there's who they a, had three for. <laughs> <laughs> but I Which but very, I'm I was going to say, I'm with Urkel on that. Like, anytime they're attaching draft picks now, you can just kiss any shot at, like, Giannis, Embiid, Sim, yeah. any of those dudes. Like, it's gone. You give away those picks, it's gone. I think everything the Warriors have been doing the last, you know, since 
since Katie said he was leaving. I think everything they've done was to, you know, keep that max slot. And um, once Steph broke his hand, they, they just went into tank mode. You know, and for the first probably two months or so, I was kind of mad at Draymond. But then I thought about it, you know, about February when he was attending the fight. And we're still annoyed at him. And we're like, why should he care? You know what I mean? Like, they have, like, they're, they're running, like, you know, different, like 10 different combinations of um, G League guys out there. So why should he play 35 minutes and try hard? You know what I mean? So I was mad at him for fir- at first, but then I thought about the finals and, you know, he didn't play the greatest in the finals, but then you look at his stats and it's like, you know, that was only a few months ago. So did he lose it? I don't think so. I just don't think yeah. he was trying hard and his game yeah. is kind of predicated on trying hard. So. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you in that. I think there's enough left with Draymond where you where you gamble with him unless you know someone is saying Giannis for whatever, right? So I think I think you gamble with uh because because at the end of the day with Draymond, everyone focuses on what he can't do. And then you start thinking about what he can do, and you're like, not that easy to find a guy who can guard one through five can be the secondary playmaker and just do all the things he could do at the level he can do it. It's he's one of the most unique players you'll ever see, even if he's not, you know, the 2016 version. I don't think a lot of people gives enough, um, enough credit to that playmaking ability. It is not, it is not the easiest thing to do. And if you don't appreciate it, Watch what was happening when Harden was getting double teamed, right? And how confused, like even Westbrook, who is a playmaker and he gets sure. he gets downhill, right? When they started to double team him, um, their whole offense just went into yep. <clears throat> it, it it just went into the toilet bowl, basically. And then it took them probably about 10 games or so, and then they had to trade Capella because of Russ. So I mean that is an underrated skill, um, his playmaking. So if a big fish ain't coming back, I'm, I'm riding with Draymond until the wheels fall off, man. I mean. Like that. Rick, Ricky, yeah. uh, Rick, Ricky actually somewhat agreed. He said he would flip Wiggins for him, but he wouldn't do Draymond. So you guys found some common ground, Erko. Uh, no <laughs> Ricky is out of his mind. Like, like he, <laughs> dude lost me when he said that Dilo was a better pick and roll player than Steph. I was like, you got to be out of your damn mind. Uh, we, are, we are not here to talk about Dilo, but um, do want to get your thoughts on uh, our favorite uh, player, LeBron James. Uh, how do you think he's? Uh, how do you think he's feeling right now? Given that the NBA is going to take away his chance for a seventh title uh, this season. Uh, it would have been he would have eclipsed Michael Jordan on the uh, with the what if titles, you know, LeBron's Which, goat. By the way, reminds me, I'm so excited to watch people react to the lot the Last Dance documentary next week. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna try to rewrite history and a lot, history, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of insecurity when they see what yeah. Jordan was doing. Yeah, the stuff that Jordan was doing. Um, you know, the funny thing about the um, Jordan stuff, right? What's interesting about that is how people try to rewrite history about the amount of help that he had. That's the funniest part to me. Like when people start to say, oh, he had Steve Kerr. He had, he had Ron <laughs> Harper. Like, I'm like, really? Like, 
I, Why are we not Luke Longley? Yeah. Luke Longley. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, LeBron, if he had that team today, right? And he was running the triangle and you, you had like a, a Scotty. First of all, he would have all those guys traded, like right off the bat, you know? They don't space the floor. They like that's exactly what would have happened. So not enough help. Funny. Oh, n- not enough help. I mean, the stuff <laughs> that Michael Jordan was doing in the nineties, man. I mean, like when you look at it now and you look at the spacing and his fadeaway, like from like ninety six onward, it was unstoppable, right? And I always wondered what Kawhi would. Um, I always wonder what MJ would do in this era. And then I watched Kawhi pretty much do the same shit. And he was just picking people apart. So if you want to know how MJ would operate in this era, watch Kawhi. Because it's Kawhi was better passing, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that that fadeaway at the elbow, it, it was virtually unstoppable. You couldn't stop it. Yeah, man, I can't tell. Like, I was excited to watch this documentary just in general. But now that we have no sports whatsoever, it's like. Oh, it's going to be on 10. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm going to rewatch it like 100 times probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, in regards to LeBron, how. Oh, it. You know, last year, um, you know, everything felt like. It was just falling on our heads. You know what I mean? Like, KD gets hurt, right? The, the moment KD gets hurt, I was like, holy shit, here we go. I, I, I just knew it, right? And then, you know, they found a way out of that series. And then, you know, Iguodala gets hurt, right? Like, game three, game four, the, he doesn't play. Get to the finals. And it just felt like every time someone made a major move, like, he just got hurt, right? Then we had to spend the whole summer watching, you know, Bob signing D-leaguers, basically. Rookies and D-leaguers. And then <laughs> it gets to the summer and you see the Lakers and you're building a team, right? And I'm there, like, like trying to figure out a way, like, how is this going to fail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the season starts and true, true. they're just a juggernaut, you know what I mean? And def- defensively, and you see how big they are and it's like, they're using 90s type of ball, and they're just plumbing. They're, they're, they're just beating teams, right? And then we get to this thing now, right? <laughs> it's the only thing good about this virus, man. Like, it's the only thing good. Like, <laughs> it's the only... I could not stomach a LeBron title this year, right? And... It wouldn't have mattered if Steph didn't play Clay, Draymond, KD. None of that would have mattered. They, you know what I mean? Like no, no asterisk. Oh, LeBron would have won anyway, right? Right. <laughs> and it, it, it was just a blessing in disguise because I couldn't <laughs> stomach even Kawhi winning. Can you imagine if Kawhi was winning and next thing you know he's like all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, the goat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was, let me yeah. let me ask you this before you get yeah. before we we move on. Um. <clears throat> They're, uh, if they if they never stop the season, who would you have, Lakers or Clippers? Like, if everything went normal, who do you think wins? I think the Lakers would win Ooh, because okay. because um, I watched that that last game and I yep, saw exactly right. what they were going to do. Yep, and I it agree. was just 
it was just targeting, 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 yep. right? So, I, so on on the flip side, Doc went pure Steve Kerr. Like, it, there's no reason for Reggie Jackson to be on the floor. This is true, but <laughs> I mean, who are the two best guys in that series, right? We've 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 watched sure. Paul George and yep. and yep, yep, right. So, and I do not trust Kawhi's playmaking, right? Like, I was watching him in in, in the finals last year and. What I was saying to myself is that give Kawhi the ball, just let him go ISO. He wasn't like, great. He wasn't great. He was very good. He was, he was not great. great. He was not. Yeah, he was not. He had one great half. He yep. was amazing in game four. But yep. you're right. So the yeah, whole it was time, a long, which might have been the series. So, you know, the whole time I was saying like, which was the series, actually, <laughs> just let him go ISO. Right. And then I seen him start to target Boogie and I was like, oh, shit, we're in trouble. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that was that. But I don't trust his playmaking. And um, I just think that the stuff that LeBron does and the way he targets people and how his vision is just unreal. And I think, I think in year, whatever he's in now, um, like his vision and his playmaking has gotten better, weirdly. It's kind of like when MJ, um, he got older and he kind of developed that back to the basket game. It's, right. it's like LeBron morphed into even a better passer, which is crazy to me, but you know, that we, we, we won't get into that, but Urko, we'll get you on for a full pod. That's what we need to do is what I, what yes, I just realized here, but uh, we appreciate Absolutely. you coming on. Appreciate sir. you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Tommy, yeah, it was, up, it was fellas? good. It was good when he was in Detroit. What's up, Tommy? How we doing? Uh, Yo, what, what, right. Oh, what is that? Is that a Corona? Oh, no, wait, come on, buddy. Oh, come on, buddy. That seems racist. It seems a little whoa, racist. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Um, how you doing? Good, man. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're following Appreciate up. Uh, oh, go ahead, Sam. You're following yeah, Ricky was... and Urkel. So, uh oh, how'd that go? Uh good. Andy and <laughs> okay. Andy and Ricky found common ground. You'll you'll be able to hear it tomorrow. But uh, okay, I'm excited. Well, you know, we're we're still recording. The internet didn't short circuit, so good. Good. Yeah, ben, good. Ben's Ben's fed up. He's left. He was like, "Hey, I have a hard stop at eight forty-five," but he went ahead and, and and we're like not even halfway through our list of uh of people. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I was figuring we got we got Boomer Rick on. It's gonna take uh, a while for him to get Zoom figured out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, no video. No video. No oh, video. Shit. So it was literally just like, what did it no, say? Just Ricky G or whatever? No yes. No idea. <laughs> no idea what he was doing. Uh, no but he was great. Honestly, he was great. Good. Good. Um, so I don't know. We could talk about anything, man. It's your time. I told whatever. Ben to send people, you know, give us your hottest take. But um, I mean, I mean, I got a couple things. I, I know people have come at me for um, for basically saying, and you're not going to like this, Andy. I don't know if you've seen this one. Um like that Steph has like lost his handle a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting look, you off of here. I mean, ben, I mean, look, come back. There's, off here. there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. Um, like I, there's an agenda behind it. Right. I, I just don't think people really um, got how good Steph was for, you know, the kind of that period right before Katie got here. Right. Do so, you think he, let me ask you. That. Yeah. Handles declined or do you think because of the insertion of KD? And oh, great! I can hear you. Okay, no, you're good, uh, Sam. And yeah, and um, you know, Draymond's gonna play make because he's not an off-ball guy. Sure. That that Steph had to take more of an off-ball role, and then when you see him, it's basically a rhythm thing. Because yeah. every time I I I watch him, anytime he gets put into a new role, 
it takes him a handful of games to find his rhythm with it. He's a human for sure. But I, I think it's a combination of factors, right? I was listening to um, Rosillo and Simmons are doing those, uh, those redraft pods right now. Yeah, right. And they were talking about how Ray Allen, when he got to the Celtics, he like just totally lost his handle. Not because he couldn't do it just because he wasn't doing it. Right. So I think part of it is, is Steph being 32. Um, but okay. it's also, you know, he just isn't doing it as much. So I'm, I'm honestly interested to see if he can if he can kind of continue with that. But um, I also have like a LeBron and Harden ruined basketball take. So we can go wherever, man. I, I'm ready to I'm ready to fire off whatever. Ooh, I, I was going <laughs> to ask you about Gobert, but I kind of want to go with this take. Let's, let's uh, the, Le, the LeBron. So, I mean, basically, like the whole Steph thing with like, oh, can he run 60 pick and rolls a game? Um, can he do this? Can he do that? That's not that's not real basketball. Like, like, like Kobe, Jordan, Bird, like none of those guys ever ran, ran a ton of pick and rolls or held, held yeah, the ball. Yeah, that's, up that's kind of masturbatory. Yeah, exactly. Like when they were successful, the reason Jackson like got Jordan to do what he did and they became champions because he got him to play off ball. Like if you're just giving the ball to one guy, it's never going to work ever. And that's like, like it only works if you're LeBron and you're like the greatest athlete of all time. Right. So expecting... Steph or anybody else be able to win that way is just unrealistic. And Steph is willing to sacrifice. So, I mean, that, that's been my take for a while with that. I do agree with you. And we're going to see more of it. We see guys like Trey Young do it. And like the numbers mm-hmm. look nice. And look like he's, and he's fine. He's a good mm-hmm. player. But like, is he maximizing his talent in a way that can win a title? You're never going to win a title with Trey no. Young running a hundred pick and rolls getting like 30 and 10 a game because eventually Paul George is going to guard him for an entire series. And he's just right. not going to, he's not gonna be able to do that. He's bro. He's built like me. He's six foot one eighty. Yeah. Like, like he just, that's not really you're, six, you're six foot yeah. one eighty. I'm six foot like 200. What the? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I weighed like one sixty five during my playing day. So yeah, I was skinny as hell. I'm actually, where, where did you I've play? Like, did you play college? Yeah. So I played, uh, I played high school ball down in LA. That's where I'm from. Um, and then I played college. I don't even know um, what it is. LA, you don't know where LA is at? You don't know oh, where LA. I thought you, said, I thought you said Elwood. I was like, what? I was like, Elwood. No, is, LA. is that is that like when they were, where Sam grew up? Okay. LA. No, I'm an LA kid. So um and then I played college ball in Fresno. Um and that's so I, I became a Steph fan really. Um like watching him in, watching him at Davidson. Like I, right. I I was a huge college basketball fan. I really didn't have an NBA team. It was mostly just um, really? Wow. I, I, I hate the Lakers you're, because you are the rare guy. LA kid who is not just a diehard Laker well, Kobe fan. So all of my friends were diehard, like Kobe over MJ by wow. like right. oh, three. And I'm like, no, like, no, like I was a total MJ guy. So I went the other way. Right. Um, I was just anti Lakers, everything. So I think I shared that with most Warriors fans. Just right. Super <laughs> anti Lakers. There you go. Um, and then I saw Steph at Davidson because I watched a ton of college ball. And um, I just I decided to follow him. And luckily enough, I was trying to do like a legal streams his rookie year and it just never worked because it's 2010 or whatever. Right. Um, and my computers like break it down. And then I moved to Fresno for a couple years to play in college. And the local um, sports affiliates there are Bay Area. Um, so I, I, was I guess that settles. I guess that settles my is Fresno, NorCal or SoCal. Debate. Yeah, that 100 percent, bro. It like, feels nor nor. Gi- it's Nor-Cal. Giants and Warriors there big time. Everybody's a Giants and, fan. Like, if you go beer. to any bar, it's all uh, San Francisco Giants. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick Tommy up for the Warriors World Tourney. Hey, man. Get a, get a real baller. I'm getting in back there. in shape right now. I, I told Come myself. On. Yeah, you got if, no choice. If, if I can't. If you I can't you probably get have in four shape. months before it happens. But. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, if I can't get in shape right now during quarantine, then yeah, I can't get never. in shape ever. I, to, I told myself, look, man, 
like cut back on the drinking, just lift weights every day. Like I tell, I say that every day. Trust me. Sam says that to himself every this day. This is like this is like only the third time I've drank since uh, since quarantine started. So I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing well, I feel well. like everyone everyone's going one of two ways with quarantine. You're, you're, yeah, coming, yeah. you're either coming out in like the best shape of the last two years, <laughs> or you're coming out like. 230 it's a lost i'm cause. like a mini crossfitter Angle. right now i swear to god i'm like Angle i'm doing photos. like a crossfit workout per day what's your what's your mile time right now we'll get you out of here we'll get you out of two things number one give me okay. your mile time number two uh would you do go bear for either wiggins or draymond okay so mile time honestly i i haven't run a mile in years i'm i'm doing a bunch of uh, like i i told you man i'm doing like a bunch of high intensity workout yeah, i feel like a, i feel like a douchebag but that's what i'm doing right now um you should and follow you said, Andy on IG because that's <laughs> terrible. And then you said, uh, go bear for who? Uh, would you do go bear for either Wiggins or Draymond? With Wiggins, you may have to give up picks, most likely. You may have you to give up picks of either one. I, I've, de- <laughs> okay, I've definitely, yeah. like, I saw the conversation happening a couple of days ago. I think I'm right. with Sam on, on the Wiggins thing. Like, it's more just re- uh, resource allocation, right? Right. Like, like go bear is a better player. But they don't have it. Like, there's no wings right now. There's no wings on the roster. You got to keep the guy who yep. sleepwalks to 20 points a game, like literally. And he's yeah. shown the, know, that's that's literally well, the most annoying as, part he's about lazy him. As fuck, but like, he sleepwalked <laughs> to 20 points a game, and he can kind of guard LeBron and Kawhi one on one. And then Draymond, look, man, I, I'm probably as big of a Draymond fan as there is. My uh, my cousin uh, went to Michigan State and was a manager for Izzo, so he he was there at the same time as Draymond. He loves Draymond, and I love. Draymond. I just – I appreciate the way that guy plays basketball, and he's underappreciated at this point. Right. Uh, but the offensive skills have obviously finished. So it is what it is, but I don't think I would do either. I just don't. Because I, I, training Draymond, like, think of what that does essentially to Stephen Clay. Like, they're they're going to be really upset. With have, you not, have you not seen Gobert's uh, screen assist, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's also a great teammate. Hey, man, you know uh, what? You know what? Now that you say that, I think I've rethought the whole thing. So <laughs> – all right, Tommy, uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, no, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having Take me. Take care. We'll Stay get you shame, another man. time. Yes, All right, sir. fellas. Later. You're the first Asian person on it. Nothing makes me happier, as Sam knows. <laughs> Just nothing makes me happier. So no, no pressure, right? I got to represent? I got to represent here? Yeah, no, it's... Absolutely. Uh, it's Old uh, grad, UC Davis grad, USF grad. What year are you graduate, yeah. Davis? Yeah. Uh, 2000, uh, 2006. It was 2005. Oh, wow. You graduated before me. I was I was at 07. Right around there. Were you a poli sci major? I was. You were probably in a class with me at some point. So hey. It's possible. I mean, I would, I don't know. Yeah, shocking. It's a Middle Eastern looking kid and an Asian kid at Davis. Not a big hey, I'm I mean, not an engineer and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so what does that say? Yeah. Well, me neither. We're, we, we're, so. we're all dis- <laughs> we're all disgracing our families here. Andy and I have a podcast. I mean I don't own a tech company and I don't sell weed. So that's uh <laughs> So, so Jonathan Ma, by the way, who who he's on now, um, by the way, sends like the best emails that we've. Had. Are you? So let me guess, accountant. That's my fr- that's my one guess. I'm a lawyer. Uh, there what? we go. <laughs> How are you not? Gonna, by the way, if you're not a doctor and you're not an uh, engineer, then literally the lawyer's the third, if not like the top. So you can't also emails work. also emails make way more sense yes, because they they're do. very well thought out and they're yes. very legal and to the point and like. Well, I became a lawyer because I like to argue, but I'm bad at math. And when you're a lawyer, it doesn't really matter what the numbers are. You kind of just, whatever they are, you just right. argue that you're right. So, wow. It's kind of like being uh, an NBA owner where you can like spin stuff. Unless uh, you're uh, Tillman Fertitta. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead, Sam. I was going to say, so first question, we're, we've been asking this one all night. We started with this one. Um, 
you saw the Gobert Donovan Mitchell uh, thing. Yeah. Would you trade Draymond or Wiggins for Rudy Gobert? If you traded Wiggins, you'd have Draymond and Gobert. And if you remember, like, two during the D-Point conversation, they did not like each other. <laughs> so uh, I think if you traded Wiggins and you had Dre and Gobert in the same roster, they would literally – well, I know who would win the fight, but Gobert would – I mean, Katie, Katie and Draymond didn't like each other for, like, a year. That didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but Gobert actually cried. That's true. How's that going to go? And, I mean, if you traded Dre for Gobert – I think that that's an improvement until you get to the conference finals. There you go. I like that take. So, um, also, I, mean, I think people fail to to notice or to say that I don't know if Gobert is a likable teammate. You know, but the only one standing up for him is like Evan Fournier and <laughs> I'm guessing Tony Parker and Nick Batum. Do you notice any connection there? Like, like yeah, yeah. people are like. Yeah, Gobert's a totally cool uh, guy. I'm sure he didn't mean anything. Like, the only people standing for him are his countrymen. So good for them, but it does make me feel like a real stand-up guy in the locker room. Real stand-up guy. Um, By the way, we did not intro on. We just kind of did the Cole intro. This is uh, Jonathan Ma. Was it Option Zero? Yeah, Option option Underscore Zero. Option option Underscore Zero. We got to give everyone's at, so. Yeah. You were saying, Andy? No, I was like, where does option zero come from? I, it's a play on agent zero, no? It's probably some name that I thought was cool in like high school and just stuck in. That's uh, You don't want to see my IG name because of that. Uh, all right. We've asked everyone for their hottest take. Or if you have like two or three takes, roll with that. Um, but do you have like a super – it doesn't even have to be Warriors. It could be any take. I mean – the, the, the things that I've been emailing you about are like, the, we're not, I could get into some, some money takes about how the draft shouldn't be, should be looked at more in an economic sense. Your time, your time. Okay. So let's I'll, hear it. Actually, I like I just, those takes. Let's just talk about my email, I guess. then since I already like typed mm. about like, do you guys, okay. Without looking, Sam and Andy, what's Zion making this year? 10 ish. It's somewhere between nine and 11, right? It's uh, it's like eight point nine or whatever, but yes, eight point nine. Okay, I was Sam, right. Sam, Sam, nice. Right, yeah. right. So we think about draft picks in like the early two thousands, the nineties, where they were getting paid like three fifty an hour. Um, but now the latest CBA made draft picks, especially at the top, more than the MLE. And how many draft picks are actually good, like the first year or the second year? Even Zion right now is awesome. But is he starting center on a championship team good? Like, that's five years away. So when you think about our draft pick, is Anthony Edwards giving you <laughs> a million dollars of production? In, uh... I see what you're saying, but you're, you're forgetting the team control and the, the upside part, which has more – it's not a depreciating asset. It's basically, if you want to think of it in the most granular, like just, you know, a cutthroat, like they're not people sense. It's, it's an asset that's not depreciating, which is different from every other NBA player, save the top 10 to 15, like stars who we all argue are worth more than whatever you pay them. 
No, the team control is right because you get four years at whatever that money is, and then it's restricted free agent, and you can lock them up for five more. And that's like seven years where they're not going to – nine years where they're not going to go anywhere, right? They're yours. But the, way I, the reason why I brought it up is because draft picks are no longer a free roll of the dice. Like Andy goes to Vegas, and I'm sure he's not just there for the artwork. He, when you gamble, like, art. He, what if each dice roll wasn't just a dice 20 bucks. A yeah. dice roll that cost a bunch of money? So, so, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons, actually, I think that's one of the reasons why Laker was kind of moving back is, well, I mean, the draft sucks. If there was Zion, yes. they just they just pay money. Right. But I think part of them is also like, it's probably a negligible difference between drafting James Wiseman or Anthony Edwards as one versus drafting Killian Hayes, Danny, Danny Dio, or like Tyrese Halliburton at five. So I think that, that, that definitely gets into a part of it. Um, I think there's another question of money too, um, is the trade player exception is the player exception is that they might not be spending all of that. Do you have people that you think, I know this is part of the email as well, who would be your top option for the player exception? Um, a couple of the names that's been thrown out, you know, Josh Richardson or Marcus Smart are like, do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. You would do the first pick in that. I would have to th- I would hesitate before using the, this year's pick. Mm-hmm. So you said don't think about it, but then you'd hesitate. Well, no, no, but I threw in the pick. That's why I threw yeah, in the pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, wanted, to, Rich, I, wanted, I wanted to do one thing. Right, yeah. Richardson only has one year left. Smart has two, I believe. Two or three. He could be. He could walk. Smart has two. Okay. Smart's got two. So at least you're getting, at least you can say I have two years mm-hmm. in. Now, Richardson is um 25. So like paying him is not that big a deal, right? He's going to be good for another 10 years. Same with Smart, though. Yeah, but yeah, but smart, you don't want to worry about it for another year. So think about this though. If we use the TPE for some guy making $15 million that does not require this pick, right? That means you're going to use the pick and pay that guy $9 million and use the TPE on some dude making 15. You you just added 20 something million dollars with the salary. Going to be not happy about that. But if you use the pick and the TP to get one really good guy, one addition or or two additions, I'll get to my idea in a second, Lacob can say, like, look, I use both, and I only end up adding 12 instead of 25 or whatever. But um, I'll just throw it out. Like, I emailed you guys, but what did you think about if I just, if we use the pick for Spencer Dinwiddie and Jared Allen? Like, those guys are 22 and 25. That's like the same age as Obi Toppin, right? Like, (laughs) he's 22, and, and Jared Allen's 22, so... Would you guys do that? That's your backup point guard and a starting center that maybe they're not perfect fits, but you know they're, they're NBA players, right? They're young. They're going to get better, and they fill two needs. So- yeah, I think I think that's that's definitely something. I mean, that's, that's a, I think, Sam, unequivocal, yes. The problem is I don't know if Brooklyn – I don't know if Brooklyn does it. I don't uh, – I mean, that's, that's – that's that's I have a hard time. So the, the big thing is I've been looking at teams who – are looking to take a step backwards. So I haven't even bothered looking at the Brooklyn's of the world, like, cause they're clearly hoping to contend next year. Um, uh, Boston's interesting because they're about to hit a weird financial state, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I, if that trade was on the table, I, he's really good. Well, and he's well, like one I- of the few perfect guards to fit. Um, both with and without Steph. Like, it's really hard to find that, like, big guard who can play both lineups effectively. And, like, I think I would do it if it was actually on the table. 
Well, it comes down to um, Andy and I's um, family member, Joseph Tsai, because Brooklyn is at $145 million committed before Joe Harris. So if the tax line is 138 and you have to give Joe Harris $10 million a year, are you paying 170, 100? By the way, probably one of the richest guys in like, he's definitely like Joe Sai is not Tillman Fertitta, right? Yeah, he is like Tillman Fertitta and spit him out. He can, he can afford it if he wants to. It's not a, you can, he's not defaulting. That guy is, (laughs) uh, he's he's sending over masks for free because, you know, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. So, I was gonna say, but so, um, to, to Sam's point, like here's the 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 trick is finding a team that's willing to take a step back and wants to cut money, but also has a really good player that we want. I mean, the only team the only team I can think of that number one is probably gonna take a step back. Number two wants to, to kill money, and three has someone we want to get is Tillman Fertitta. They're not winning a title. They've got 10 guys under contract at $132 million. And Fertitta is losing $250 million a week or whatever the hell the Forbes article that whatever, whatever, whatever he's throwing out there uh, so these days. But uh, he's, 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 he like, this is not a secret. Fertitta wants to cut money. Who's going to, who's he going to trade? He's not going to trade hard. I think it might, I think it might kill uh, Maury if he has to trade. Someone going to be Robert Covington, Robert Covington. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, I'm waiting to see Andy's reaction when Tillman Fertitta. <laughs> hey, we got to cut twelve million million dollars. Find me a team that can take that guy for nothing. Or he's like, well, fuck it, I'm getting fired anyways. So yeah. Bob Myers, here's Bob Covington. Give me a pick, and um, hey, when I get fired, can can I like? Consider- can I get a? <laughs> and there you go. And that is what we've been talking about. So, uh, Sam, my Mori, one of my favorites. That's the dream scenario. Yeah. What will Andy's BAC be after that? Tr- after Mark Stein tweets that out, like I could see Andy actually literally dying. When yeah, I might, I might, uh, out, right? So, I might, uh, I might have to break quarantine and go over and, and babysit. <laughs> I mean, who, okay. Oh man, you guys saw the the, the mural that that Fertitta made when he first bought the team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Lacob is not humble, but okay. I have I have not been to Chase. Is there any picture of Lacob in Chase? I haven't no, been- actually, there needs to be a golden statue. Like not that. yet. Yeah, not yet. Like, but you're right. He had, he did not paint himself a 40 foot mural of himself with like Steph and Clay as like under his arms, like some right. sort of some sort of like Godfather. So think about like how much of a d bag do you have to be to be more arrogant than Joe Lacob? And he wrote a book that says <laughs> basically shut up and listen. And by the way, my face is going to be in the middle of the team portrait after I've been here for like. I've been here for a year. So I would be delighted if we could, like, it, it fits every criteria, right? A team that's going to go back, a team that wants to cut money, and they have a guy we want. Now, like you said, are they really going to help us? I don't know. Probably not. But I would, I, I cannot wait for the reaction when Houston. This hand- is the, uh, this is the best, uh, but the best scenario yet. Uh, we're get we're get the Warriors are not only getting Robert Covington but Daryl Morey, um, but Jonathan Ma, we got to get you on a premium and a regular podcast. We got to <laughs> head out. We got five more people, but we appreciate you jumping on. Um, keep the emails coming. We're gonna save that for premium, but we got no choice now. So hey, uh, good to see you guys, you, man. Sir. Yep. Stay safe, guys. Take care. You too, man. Have a good one. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. 
Mike Mikas has a chain on. Uh, this is just, he's got a beard. He's got it lined up. He's got it connecting to a stack. Another man who's Mike thriving. Call. Another man who's thriving. <laughs> absolutely, Sam. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> my guy my guy is looking like, wow. He is just, whew. He, he looks like he breaks quarantine to hook up with his hinge dates. That's what he looks like. That I don't know where you live, my guy, but I gotta I gotta follow you real quick. But uh, I'm in I'm in Florida right now. I, I normally live in Manhattan, but right now we're in Florida. Oh, Manhattan! So you're living in Manhattan. I don't know about Florida. When did you get out of there? I got out four weeks. I got out about a week before it got pretty crazy because I am a diabetic. So my family was oh. like, "Hey, you gotta you gotta get the yeah. fuck out of there." So I got out like a week before it got pretty hectic. But uh, yeah, I got back to Florida. And now we're just chilling. Yeah. Well, good. good for your family. You're not idiots like uh, De Blasio, but we can get into that. No, De Blasio's a fucking moron. Me, me, and, <laughs> me and Jason, uh, Jason Buford, we talked about how fucking dumb De Blasio is, like multiple times. <laughs> Big moron. Oh, all right. Let's let's get into some warrior talk here. We appreciate you coming on. You're you're one of our favorites. Yeah. How did um, you become a Warriors fan? Actually, let's start there. I know we only got like five seven minutes, but how the hell are you Warriors fan when you're New York and so- Florida? So I was in Florida. I never watched really basketball, uh, like till probably 2014. I had like caught some Kobe games. I caught some like Braun games. Like I I would like tune into like the finals or like semifinals, like here and there. Uh, but like everybody I knew, cause Braun was in uh, Miami at that time. They were all heat fans. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I, I, uh, I'll never forget that Ray Allen shot. Uh, Kobe in 2010 was, you know, something I watched with my dad, but wasn't a huge fan. But in 2014, I had a lot of friends who, uh, they were like, oh, we got to watch basketball because we'd always watch football together. Like, no, it's basketball season. You got to watch basketball. And it was just that year that Steph went on his first MVP run. And Steph was, I was like, man, this is, this is the guy, man. This, this guy is worth watching and tuning into. And I probably watched like 35 or so games that year. And then when they won the ring, everybody's like, oh, you're bandwagon, bandwagon. And all my friends were like rooting for Braun. And I was like sitting, I was like sitting with like seven LeBron fans when uh, they won game six. And I was like, Steph's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, and I've been a fan ever since. So nice. All right. Yeah. That's the story there. This is, that's a great fucking story. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got, well, which direction do I go to? I was going to ask you something about what to do go bear. You want to do go bear. You want to do a hot take. We could, we got time to do both. Let's, let's uh, go. Let's go. let's go with, uh, let's go with some Steph stuff then leading into that. Give me your, give me your, uh, number one hot take. Uh, related to is, everything you see oh i was gonna say i've already got steph is the seventh best player of all time number seven who's, huh who's the six who's the six uh, who are the I'll top six the, I'll, I'll pull up the list right now i'll pull them wow. up Ooh. oh no i'm sorry i i steph is number six steph wow. i just changed it actually uh wow. jordan's number one magic's number two bronze number three kareem kobe and then steph wow then you got Larry it. at seven, Shaq at eight, Duncan at nine, and then Durant is top ten, number ten right there. No Bill Russell. No, dude, Bill Russell, dude, Steph would wash fucking Bill Russell. Bill Russell is like, no, Bill Russell's number eleven. I got him at eleven, but Bill Russell, he was playing against people who looked like me. Like I'm fucking five ten. <laughs> like I can't, I can't, no, I can't shoot a basketball. Like no, I mean, I, but it's true. Like Bill Russell, who was Bill Russell playing basketball against? If Steph Curry and Bill Russell were on the same court, Bill Russell would not even be. He would be nothing. He'd be, he'd be truly nothing. That is so, true. We, we, we always give like the old timers a bunch of reverence and like they deserve it relative to the air they're in. But like, if we're being honest, playing in your converses against, uh, <laughs> against a bunch of actual plumbers. Right. I got, I got, well. no, I got, I got Russell and uh, Wilt at 11 and 12 and people want to talk to me about Wilt all the time. And I'm like, man, 
I don't give a fuck. Wilt was averaging like you know fifty points. It, it was like a different. It was such a different game. It was it was stupid. I, I really think like Bradley Beal would make Wilt Chamberlain look like he was you know nothing. And I don't really think much about Bradley Beal. So <laughs> there we go. Oh, <laughs> By the way, Bill Russell, guess his career field goal percentage. <laughs> As my internet he, goes down, he's a center. I I mm, I'm gonna say like fifty two percent. Sam, Sam, uh, the, the fact that Sam is looking up Bill Russell's field goal percentage. Oh, I knew, I knew, I want to get the exact number. I, I was right with the number I had in my head, forty-four. Really? 44. I mean, exactly. Like, really that good. Steph basically almost shoots better from three than Bill Russell shot from the field. So there's my wow. Thing. It's forty-four percent. That's look what at, I shoot from the field. That's what I shoot from the layup. <laughs> Bob, Bob Cousy shot in the thirties. Like they were all like, I mean, it's what you'd expect. Like back in that era. No one was shooting, you know, 50% from anything. So I I think you have to kind of take it for like, they were great for their era. Absolutely. Of course. uh, Wow. You have a gold watch. That is just, what are we even, you're in a fucking Drake video. I don't, at this point, (laughs) fucking understand. I don't even understand where we're going. It's it's, it's fucking midnight where I'm at too, guys. Come on. I mean, like, He's got a little fade going on the side too. Guys listening on the podcast won't know, but uh, my guy's got a fade. Go- okay, so hey, we got we got a few more or a quick one. We got to go. I got much. one. I got one for you yeah. here. We'll go with this. What's your favorite Warriors moment of the run? Mm-hmm. Obviously, this year was a uh, mm. wash year, but of the last five years, what's your favorite moment? Mm. Oh, it's tough. I I'm tempted to say Clay shooting the two free throws after the ACL because I don't know if I've ever been prouder. Yeah. I don't yep. know if I've ever like right. felt a more pride in that team. And I was watching with I was watching with one friend who's kind of a Warriors fan because of me, and then one friend who wanted. It sounds to see like a girl. Lose. Sounds like more like a girl. No, it, no, it actually it was it was <laughs> it wasn't actually. Uh, we we've watched all the finals together for like the last okay. six years, but he yeah. was kind of unaffiliated. But because I was so passionate about it, he kind of he saw everybody else like rooting against the Warriors, so he kind of join my side nice. so uh, i was watching with him and somebody who just wanted to see the warriors lose because he'd like he he buys a shirt for every finals winner and uh he's like yeah, i've got three... yeah yeah he's like i've gotten three warrior shirts in a row i don't want to wrap pretty shirt. cool but after after yeah no he's got one dating back to like 2009 i think but um no i uh that the free throws and i saw i i didn't see it live but i was watching the game the okc overtime shot i mean it's i feel like it's yes. cliche but but it's like it's one of the best shots ever. It really it's one of the best shots ever. It was it was the peak of arrogance season. Like that's really what it was. It was it really was has ever been more. I don't think I've ever seen a better regular season game than that. Like a lot of you know, this is why NBA ratings are down and kind of like clowning on like the state of the NBA is fair. But another yeah. part of it is like I just don't think you will ever see something as must see as like for 82 games, they were appointment viewing in a way that yeah. like it felt like an NFL game. Like, you know how your buddies with their NFL team will watch every Sunday? Like, you don't get that yep. with the NBA. And the Warriors nope, did that for a year. Yeah, I mean, I probably watched – I got league pass that year, and I probably watched 60 or so games that year. Right. I was like – I was every time I could, and it was my freshman year of college, I was, okay. I was watching basically every possible game. Uh, it, was, it was incredible. It was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was crazy, but I would say, yeah, that, and I really did love, uh, the seventh game of the OKC series. I know everybody will talk about the sixth game. That is an underrated game. It's underrated. And, and, 
and and the sixth game of the 20, 2017, 2018, no, 2018, 2019, no. Mm, Whatever you're, you're thinking of the Clay down. game. You're thinking of the other game six Clay game against Houston? Yeah, against Houston. My my friend was like, no, 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 yep. Houston's going to win this game. Houston, it was just me and they one friend. They were down friend. 20, yeah. Yeah, they were they were down like seventeen or something, something Some really crazy. Stupid. Yep, Steph was uh, airballing. Just to just to insert, I was in a terrible mood that game. Um, I was there. Significantly, or was roasting me. Significantly worse mood for that game than OKC Game Six. OKC oh, really? Game Six, I felt I was hammered. I just I, <laughs> maybe maybe I was too. Maybe that's why I had all for the liquid, sure we like were, confidence yeah. going on. Yeah. But I felt way more confident. The Houston one, I was like, they're really gonna blow this. It was anyway. Actually, you know, game, game seven might be my favorite memory ever. I think it's game seven because watching Houston miss 27 straight, it's not even my favorite Warriors <laughs> memory, but watching watching somebody against the Warriors just choke it up so badly, it was that was stunning. That that was my favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. That one. Okay. Uh I was supposed to see I was supposed to see uh the Warriors in March. It's gonna be my first NBA game live ever. I was gonna go see game at uh, msg against the knicks which would have been an awful game because it was this year like who fucking cares but uh it was like i mike, I got... mike Mulder versus rj barrett let's go no no tr- no it was gonna be two it was two rows back from courtside i paid like it was my birthday gift and i got it for myself i paid like 600 bucks to fucking go see them and steph was supposed to be back and i was like when i bought him i was like maybe clay will be back uh, that was stupid of me uh and now the games are they're they're considered rescheduled like i haven't even gotten a refund yet because they think maybe the games will come back and I'm like, you guys better fucking give me my money back. But that's supposed to be my first Warriors game. I was gonna go to <laughs> MSG. I was, I was gonna go to MSG and see Steph, you know, fuck up the uh, RJ Barrett Knicks or whatever. Uh, and did not get to see that because coronavirus hit like a week later. It sucked. <sighs> but I guess next year, next year with a, a full healthy squad, that'll with yeah, Giannis, next, it'll be it'll be totally fine. Next year, Man, you might that, caught a break how- if they even if they hit you at the we're putting money in an account for you to use on a next a game. Better off. Totally fine. Totally fine. No problem. You are uh, that. No, no. That's how we're gonna get out of here, uh, Mike Mikas. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Giannis in a Warriors jersey, chain, gold watch, fucking AirPods, horizontal. Shouts to Ben Cruz. He noticed that shit too. Uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. He's quote this guy fucks and uh, which I would assume. All right, brother. Take hey, care. Appreciate y'all guys. Keep it up. You guys hey, have a good one. How's it going? Going great. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank yeah, you for having me, man. Absolutely. Y- y'all connected up. You good? Yeah. We got that. We got the A's hat going. I'm not a fan, but Sam's happy. He's he can't stop smiling. Yeah. Because... So so Janelle, give us give us the backstory here. So you got an A's hat, but you're in North Carolina, right? Yeah. You know, I just I'm not really into baseball like that, but you know, I just wanted. I just had an urge to to get a baseball cap, and everybody likes the A's and the Yankees. I mean, not the A's, but the Braves and the Yankees around here. But and I just wanted wanted something different. The A's got good colors. That's the thing about the A's; they got good colors. Like the Giants, I think exactly. have good colors too. Thank they you. Good Andy. colors, green, yellow. Yeah. I don't know. Janelle, are you from the Bay or are you from North Carolina? I'm from North Carolina. Okay. All right. So we so, got to hear a little bit. Yeah. How how the Warriors? How how the Warriors end up being your team, or maybe it's not your team. Uh, they are my team. You know, I was just, you know, when Mark Jackson took over the team and, you know, just seeing their development and it just intrigued me. And plus, you know, I followed Steph all the way from uh, Davis. And so here we are. Nice. Okay. So you've been following Steph basically. Like we all remember 
seeing him explode at Davidson. You probably saw it before us because you're local. Um, I want to take this in a, a different direction, though. Um, so we were just discussing this before you got off. We all saw the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell kind of little bust up thing. Um, would you want to trade Draymond or Andrew Wiggins for Rudy Gobert if you're the worst? Nah. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk through both of them. So I, I feel like Draymond's an immediate no. Is that correct? What was that? I feel like Draymond's like an immediate no. Like that's not even on the table. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's what I'm really wanting to see uh, next year. You know, it's been an off year for everybody. And, you know, next year, hopefully Draymond could, you know, be himself again. You know, just just staying in his lane, you know, playmaking and defense, you know, not having to try to score, which, you know, when he does score, it's more or less like a luxury, you know? Right. So no, but- he won't have that offensive pressure because to me, and it's going to sound weird, it's easier to play defense than to really change a shot. You know, he's been shooting like he's been shooting like forever. And, you know, he is the way he is on offense. And he is the way he is on defense and his playmaking too. So, you know. How about Wiggins? Are you a fan? I mean, this fit is a little, I mean, it's kind of perfect in that, like, they need a wing. They need someone who's kind of a creator. But is it someone that you like? Because I know you do great breakdowns. You do great analysis. Is it is it someone that you do that you think is going to work out? I mean, take away the money. Take away the 30 fucking million or whatever, 50 fucking thousand million, however. I haven't even thought about the money, to be honest with you. <laughs> it ain't your money. Ain't my money. <laughs> that that's way above my pay grade. Uh-huh. That that's for that's for Joey Knight used to figure out. <laughs> um, so that's do you fun. are you a Wiggins? I mean, like what do you what do you need from him for the Warriors to be successful next season? I need for him to be consistent. I need for him to be consistent on both ends of the floor. You know, um the Warriors has a penchant for reclamation projects and trying to fix everybody, you know. And yeah, you know, I just need him to be consistent. That, that's I, it. That's I mean, yeah. He, he, he was decent, you know, in his first few games offensively, and you know, just keeping that same energy uh, for more than just a sample size. Yep. That's all I need. Be it him being a starter or off the bench. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so this is another question we've been we've been kind of toying around with. So let's assume that they make no major trades. You know that. They're running back Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins still here. They still have Looney, uh, Poole, Pascal. They draft someone. What would you like to see them pursue? Like what type of player would you like to see them add to the roster and free agency? Um, not, not Giannis, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, like avoiding, avoiding the big names. Like those, those are good. Avoiding the big names? Yeah. Like, like, like I'm saying they're not going to, you know, they're not going to make the home run trade. What type of, like, do you want them to get a center? Do you want them yep. to get more shooting? Another point guard, that sort of thing. Whatever they need. We need a center. A center that's, okay. uh, that can run the floor, of course, you know, get those knobs and defend, clog up the paint. Um, we thought we had that with uh, Willie Colley-Stein, but he ended up being, you know, what I like to call Willie the scammer. 
I, I say it all the time when he was on the team. I call him Willie the Scammer. If, if you guys have uh, followed me long enough, you probably I love it. that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> That's what we thought we had. We know somebody like that. Somebody who could just clog the paint, um, protect the rim as, as much as they can. Right. And just run the floor, set some screens. No, I, uh, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Willie Carly Stein is not the one. Uh, Janelle, we will get you. Let's get you your one hottest take before we get you out of here. Whatever you want to talk about, Warriors, NBA. What is your kind of, what is your kind of take? What is your biggest take? My biggest take. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a one for hot takes or whatever. You know, <laughs> I'll just try to. That's me. Uh, That's me. But yeah, real. <laughs> it's more me. But as as far as the Warriors go. Yep. I, I think that Steph is have one more monster year in him. And I say this because he has set in the, into the disrespect. I know he's quarantined and seeing all of these takes about him and absorbing that. And he's just chomping at the bit to, to prove himself again. And that, that's kind of sad to say because you would think that he has, you know, done enough. But, you know, he, it's going to be interesting next year with him. Yeah, we got we got Steph with another MVP season coming next, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty All right. much. All right. I think he's got one more in him. I'm with you. I'm I'm just excited. But one, we're all sitting here just kind of I bored, mean, waiting for yeah. something to yeah. watch, right? Sure. I mean, you know, he he's joyful and all of that, but he he's a competitor, and I I know he has sat into into the disrespect all quarantine, especially you know with you know cats like Perkins and. <laughs> which I, I love I can't stand his ass but yeah <laughs> yeah the perks yeah, probably he, the he has had it he has had it so it's going to be really interesting and I would like to see how Clay responds post-injury I mean you know he he has rested enough yep yep so, so uh we you. like that we Pretty like we, we like to get out with the Steph MVP take. So, uh, Janelle, we appreciate you uh, coming on. And we'll have you on again in the future. Have a good one. I appreciate yep. y'all having me. I really do. <laughs> All right, stay safe. All right, yep, Take care, please. Fellas, can you hear me? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We no can video? hear you. No video? We can't see you. Oh, shit. It's, it's not working right now. I don't know why. That's what that's what they all say. That's what they all say. <laughs> uh, we see you breaking quarantine right now, and it's all good. It's all good. Look, I heard. I heard quarantine. Oh God! No, I heard. No, no, no. I heard that hinge was popping. That's what my boys per sources. I heard it's popping. I heard people are just being extra horny. Just look, Sam's rolling his eyes. He's just. He it's, it's <laughs> this is what you're missing on video hours right now, bro. <laughs> oh, no, it's nine thirty. So. Yeah. yeah. On a Monday, uh, yeah, it's it's twelve thirty on the East Coast, so yeah, definitely horny horny hours. Anyway, um, how you're are you? The, doing? Are you on the East Coast you're these on the days? East Coast, uh, dude, I don't sleep because I'm working for a solar company that uh, services the entire United States, at least nineteen states. So, uh, my my sleep hours are terrible to say the least. Ah, uh, so you have to be on calls for the East Coast is what we're getting at. More or less, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> cash, but wow, it pays the bills. Can't can't complain. That's true. You drinking right now? 
Uh, no, no, not at all. No, we I, had... I'm on like I'm on my like fifth uh, screwdriver right now. Ah, there little, you go. We, Tito's and OJ. Okay, I'm not a Tito's guy, but we had we had a guy come on with a gold chain and a and a ch- we had a guy come on with a gold chain and a gold watch. So I don't know how that's going to be topped, but uh, but here we are. <laughs> Shout out Mike Mikas. Shout out Mike Mikas. Yeah. Wow. Um, what were you gonna say? So let, let's uh. Man, what are you up to during the quarantine? Let's 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 run through a day in the life of the slander god. Are you <laughs> yeah. are you breaking it? Are you going out all day and just kind of like you guys all stay inside? I'm gonna take it, take all the nature in. So first and foremost, we can we can call me D. We won't have to I know, but I had to give the handle. Come on, man. <laughs> oh God. Um, Who also? You know actually, my little actually, brother. I don't even know how you know my little brother, but you do. Um, we work together. He worked for uh oh, well I won't put him on blast. Yeah, on, he on, won't online. care. Yeah, he won't. Care. I know he won't care, but I'm not gonna put him on blast. But yeah, <laughs> no, we we worked together. He audited my company. And, oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, he was actually a friend of. That's a the friend. most Asian uh, thing ever, by the way. <laughs> my brother's a fucking clown, dude. He's like me, but worse or better. Um, your your brother was a nice guy. I actually yeah. I actually really do. But yeah, you guys are very similar. <laughs> your, bro- your brother is exactly what I would expect your little brother to be like. Is the best way to put it. It's a younger version of him. Yep. Um, yep. Molded but, uh, and groomed I, by him. <laughs> a day in the life of D. Uh, a day in the life of D consists of arguing with trolls on the internet yep. about LeBron's legacy and Steph Curry's legacy and uh, doing massive amounts of code work and sliding in light skinned women's DMs. And that's about it. <laughs> I thought Coldware was gonna go somewhere else, but uh, are you? Um, so how excited are you for this Jordan Last Dance documentary? Just to have the upper hand on these trolls. Uh, as a fellow old person, fantastic! Yes. I feel, <laughs> I feel great. Like it, it's about damn time. Uh, watching these young kids uh, denigrate Jordan's legacy is really, really irritating not not just irritating it's some might say it's even triggering it's like watching your best friend smash your girl kind of um (laughs) i guess that's the best way to put it uh it's it's like watching your brother go balls deep in the girl of your dreams um it, it it really it really irritates the fuck out of me to be quite frank um, I'm with you on that. It's like it's like they're breaking one of the only like three to five truths you have in your life. You're like, no, like th- that's literally like one of the only things we don't argue about that we agree is a fact that you don't like, do that. <laughs> right. It's like apple pie is great. Yes. Um, uh, the Fourth of July has fireworks and uh, Jordan is the goat. Those are the three facts in life you know as an American citizen. But uh, according to um, what I like to term as new niggas, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Ah, you're good. You're good. Oh, yeah, okay. Because um, I know, uh, what's his face? Uh, the, the guy that you had on, um, I'm drawing a blank. Miles. Miles. Miles, yeah. He, yeah. he dropped all kinds of N-bombs on the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. um. Fine. But yeah, it's it's it, it's 
a truth that if you perform at a certain level for a certain amount of time through six different finals through the majority of your career where you're a scoring leader, defensive player of the year in the same year, um, and all of your rivals, peers, et cetera, et cetera, herald you as the great, as the GOAT, can't necessarily argue that. But, of course... We got 18-year-olds who don't have fathers arguing that on a daily basis on Twitter.com. <laughs> By the way, that is my favorite. Uh, that is my favorite part of your uh, of your Twitter is that a lot of people that like LeBron is what you just said. That's that's their thing. That's that's the big. Uh, that's what makes them happy. So it, it, well, it, it makes me happy that you that you tweet that every time. <laughs> well, I, I see it like this. Um, I, I respect LeBron. Okay, like I, I know that like you and I, Andy, especially we, we joke around around a lot about that. Like it's it, it, it's part of the unlike shit, me, I, who has no respect, but makes no jokes either. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I respect him from the standpoint of he comes from a single parent home. He he built a business and a brand for himself. Uh, like I I I look up to that. That's as as a black man. That is. That is something to aspire to be. However, from the standpoint of you, it's, it's kind of like dealing with politicians, right, Sam? It's like sure a politician might go into the sphere of public service in order to make a difference in the world. And once they get I their see, hands... I like this. I like where you're going with this. Yes. Yeah. And once they get their hands dirty, the world becomes a little bit murkier as they go down the path. So with LeBron, Joe Biden, LeBron, <laughs> what's that? Joe Biden, LeBron. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't Hillary, know if Hillary, Lod- Hillary Rodham, LeBron. Is that what we're going to here? I don't know if I'll compare him to a like borderline sex offender and, uh, <laughs> and Hillary Rodham, but I'll say this. He, he had to get his hands dirty in order to build his brand. Sure. And and that's why on ESPN, on FS1, on social media, on Bleacher Report, or Ron Laporte, as we call it nowadays, um, we see him constantly just everywhere, everywhere. Constant just propaganda, for short of a better word, or Bronaganda, as you termed yep. a long time ago. Um, but... I respect him from the standpoint of building a brand for himself, but what I don't respect is the denigration of other players who should have a spotlight uh, in the NBA. And it makes me sad that, you know, guys like Giannis, um, I, I won't even bring up Andy's, Andy's boy, uh, Steph, but, um, but guys like KD, guys like Russell Westbrook, even Harden, like they, they can't get a foothold in the industry in terms of, drawing eyeballs to the product because you have this constant barrage of LeBron's a goat, LeBron's a goat, LeBron's a goat. And it's a kind of self-perpetuating cycle of ESPN and FS1 need LeBron in order to draw ratings. LeBron needs ESPN and FS1 in order to establish himself as the goat. And it's the symbiosis is very, intriguing but also kind of heartbreaking when it comes to actually you know we don't acknowledge Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as a potential goat 
Mm-hmm. Part of that is because he doesn't really want the spotlight, but also because we don't have the constant media reinforcement of LeBron or Jordan for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And don't get me wrong, Jordan has that same, uh, I guess, money behind him with Nike, but uh, Jordan actually proved it on the court. Meanwhile, we got participation trophies for going to nine finals, but failing at 66% of them. Two, two thoughts on that. One, I want to say, um, inevitably, Jordan's just cooler than everyone. It's really hard to, to fight the fact that like he just didn't lose and he just has people who are willing to take if you're yeah, battle if you're, for him. If you don't if you don't lose and everybody, every one of your colleagues respect you, you are unbeatable. Like you are just nobody comes out and says, Oh, MJ was a fraud. There is not a single person. There may be somebody that thinks that, but nobody's ever going to believe that. Oh, we finally got we finally. And got I have people out. trying to say, "Oh, he he had a gambling problem." I'm like, "Wait, you're saying that the fact that he was gambling till 5 a.m. before games and then still won is a negative?" No, that just like proves how good he was. Right. <laughs> it's like the opposite <laughs> thing. Uh, but but um, the second thing on Kareem is, um, I actually always felt like Kareem was a good comparison for Durant, where you're just like, they're so otherworldly gifted uh, but they don't have that like charisma or like i don't even know what the right word for it is because they, they're both actually pretty charismatic when they want to be they don't have that like media debulence or whatever you want to call it yeah. there, there's kind of a there's kind of a parallel between those two in that way they don't have the brand presence that a Jordan yeah that's a better way to put it Braun has yeah, yeah, yeah no um Uh, they're charismatic in their own right. I, I hate comparing it to, to pro wrestling. So sure. Actually, you're going to get a, a producer of, Ben in, in, intrigued when he goes. Right, pro that's, wrestling. His pod. that's his pod. <laughs> I'm listening. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm with it. <laughs> um, a lot of sports media has become really pro wrestling based. If you look at it, you, you look at the skip Bayless, right? He's selling a story. He's telling a narrative. Um, he's a uh, quote-unquote heel, a bad guy. He, he, he tells you an uncomfortable truth that makes you hate him and boo him. But as we all know, watching you know, millions and millions of hours of cinema, the best bad guys are the guys who believe that they are right at the end of the day. So as long as somebody says something with conviction, you can believe it. That is, and, that is, Skip's, that is not, Skip's never breaking is, character. At no point does he go like, but I remember. Yeah, no, it, it, it's always, he's always Roddy Roddy Piper. He's always shouting at the top of the lungs how much of a scumbag Hulk Hogan is. And granted, Hulk Hogan is a huge fucking scumbag, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and in this instance, to Skip's Roddy Roddy Piper, Braun is the Hulk Hogan. He's the superhero. He's the larger than life figure. So in order to sell his brand, he embellishes. And obviously, uh, there are other people that have aped him. And that's a larger problem I have with the media in general. Um, but it's, it's part of the entertainment factor. And it, it, 
I <laughs> to to kind of throw Andy under the bus. It's kind of what Andy does. I, you work with him every day, as, so as, you as, know better than as, I do. As I as I drink <laughs> as I drink another as I take another sip. Yes, um, but you know that's how uh, that's how life goes. Um, Andy went from writing little blog posts breaking down uh, the, oh, the so off ball movement, it. off the off ball movement in Kerr's offense so to that, so, just going so, full so heel. Actually, Oh yeah. So actually, I mean, that's... yeah. Let me say this: Andy is actually a fantastic writer, um, and I actually I wish that. that you would write more. Uh, find somewhere to write again, because I actually, actually, what made a, me personally a fan of you was reading your writing. I, I was actually like, you were insightful. You didn't come across as pretentious. You didn't come across as you were smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, you tried to, which is a sign of lying reading. because he's very pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> he's from San Francisco, of course. No, I, I I appreciate that. No, because uh, here's what happened, and we got we got to jump off because we got another. We got uh, we're like two hours I'll over at this point, but um, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, I appreciate that because we got to get you on on a podcast after. But um, yeah, I mean that that's how it is. That's just media today, right? Like it, it was it was it was, it was hard for me to like kind of write and just trying to go or pass that way. But then after I realized, you know what, it's just easier to troll people and uh, dick off from there. Uh, I'll get back into writing someday. I think when I'm probably older and uh, and and don't have anything else to do. But uh, for now, you know how work goes. Um, just 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 ask Ethan. Uh, just ask Ethan to throw you a bone, get you a job with athletic. <laughs> Marcus actually did, um, but I just uh, it's a little bit easier to work in tech than to work in writing. So that's where I'll uh, also that's as far as I'll go. It's a lot more lucrative. Yep. No, that's what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just, yeah. It's better, work, better. it's better to work in tech than in writing. So we'll, we'll get out. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll we'll stop there. Uh, I, hey, we appreciate you jumping on, man. Another time, right. we gotta get you on soon. Kill man. the Tito's. Chug that. <laughs> All right, brother. For sure, brother. Have a good <laughs> Take one. care of it. And now we got a uh, we got Looney Stan account. Jacob, right? Biggest, yeah, Jacob, biggest Looney fan on in in America right now. Just standing for all the people. Wow! Right. Hey, look hey, at him! Walk, look at him! Look at him go! Walk me through this uh this headset. That's that's definitely a, a gamer headset. What games are we playing? Also has a light year shirt got, on, by the way. Shout I got this out. when I um when I was playing NBA Two K. When I was I was playing with randoms online. I stopped playing that because everyone sucks. So I just do. You, do you still game at all? I do. I've been playing uh, Animal Warzone. Oh, okay. Are you are you catching uh, tarantulas? What's that? What's that thing? That I'm not a gamer, but this is. That's what uh, yeah, tarantula. That that's that's the money way. Your your Gen Z viewers will know. Oh, see, I don't see. I I, yeah. I got the I got the PS4 and quarantine went down, and I've absolutely not played it. I played like a handful <laughs> of games. I I got she she whooped me at FIFA a few times, and that's about it. So. Yeah. Um, lo and behold, yeah. If I hadn't played game for ten years, buying it didn't turn me into a gamer overnight. <laughs> um, so I want to ask you: you're you're one of our you're one of our in the. Oh, what a great time for my mic to fall apart. By the uh, way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna while Sam fixes my, I'm gonna set the backdrop here. Our guy Looney Stan account has a light year shirt on, with Sam being a uh, Sam. Who are you, Borat? Me being who am I? I forget who I am. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. That's who I am. And he's doing a bong rip while he's getting ready to talk about Kevon Looney. All right, Sam, go ahead. That is just an amazing, amazing. All right, well, we'll start with the question we've been asking for a while here. 
is so Rudy Gobert, you know, everyone saw the Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert aren't getting mm-hmm. along, which by the way makes me think Donovan Mitchell's maybe a little bit of a diva. Um oh, that's a different that's a different conversation. Would you want Gobert on the would you want to trade no. Raymond? Why would I want Higgins for him? Why would I want Gobert touching his grubby little hands on everything against sick? He already's got injury problems. We got Looney. We don't need a guy that's gonna get played off the floor in every playoff series. Like I, they're how can you be the defensive player of the year when you're getting targeted on defense every play down? That's true. That's true. I mean, it's it's funny because he's he's really good, but at the same time, you're like he's really good at making sure you can't ever build a title roster around him because he costs too much. Yeah, no way. Like we got Looney at five million dollars. Like if, <laughs> if Looney and Gobert were on the Warriors at the same time. Who is Steve Kerr playing in the end of games? It's not Gobert. It's going to wow. be. Cool. All right, let's ask. So you are the foremost Looney stan on Warriors Twitter. Yes. Looney had a rough year. Health wasn't it's in. Okay. Uh, health, health wasn't in our uh, in in Kayvon's favor this year. What's your confidence level going into next year? Um, you know, I think I think I'm 100 confident. You know, Kawhi like threw him like six feet with that, with the shoulder in the finals. And he hasn't been the same since, but it's got a year. He's barely played. We not even have a season next year. Who knows? By the time they come back, he'll, he'll be good, ready to go. So coronavirus was actually a loony creation. Yes. You get him the rest he needed. Yeah. They, they, he created Corona so that he could get the rest. That he I do. I do love, I mean, I, I love Looney too. I, I think that's, that's kind of the, um, it's just a kind of the prevailing like he's just a really good defender and it's just a perfect fit for the Warriors kind of closing lineup. But hey, before let's do this. Do you have a hot? We told everyone to come in with a hot take. What is your hottest Warriors slash NBA take that you can come up with? Hottest Warriors take. Yep. I think that we're going to win a championship with Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Nothing hotter. Nothing hotter. Wow. He can play defense. I've seen him play defense now. He can be how will the uh, how will the LeBron media react to a Wiggins title? Well, then it's just Steph has so much help, five all star. (laughs) Like, how like he's of course he's winning championships. Kavon Looney's on the team, he's the superstar. He's getting carried by Looney. There's nothing you can do with these guys. Perfect. I mean, this is this. These are just we, factual statements. These are nothing but factual statements. That's hey. why you can't trade Looney in the offseason. It's a fireable offense if they do. Because, what, they're going to trade him because he's going to get hurt? Either way, if he's not playing, they're not winning a championship. I agree. I mean, you're not really going to find anybody better than him at that price. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave with that one. We'll leave with that take. The Warriors are not winning the next championship without Kevon Looney. He's a superstar on the team, and they need him. Sir? We'll have you appreciate on again appreciate next time. you. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, brother. Take Absolutely. care. Absolutely. Have a good you one. Too. Oh, look at that. We got Mark coming on right now. iPhone connecting to audio. We are almost there, boys. He's going phone. Did I get Mars face? Mars got a beautiful <laughs> face. No face. No face. Because <laughs> you know why? Because because Zoom security sus, bro. You got you got the fucking feds watching <laughs> Mars, and we're not putting the face on. No way. Mar- 
The quarantine, the quarantine got my hair looking crazy. I can't do it. <laughs> we had Mech on earlier. He was trying to hide his hair, and we made him. We made him take his hoodie off. Uh, it didn't look too bad. It won't make it won't make the pod either way. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> As you mess up, um, <laughs> we got Mar, up. What's up? What's up, man? How y'all been? Been good. You are finishing us out. You're the yeah, you're the closer. You're the closer here. You're, you're well, like. I, I, uh, I don't know who's a good who's a good closer. Mariano Rivera, twenty twenty eighteen KD game three. Ooh, twenty eighteen <laughs> KD game three. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the nastiest closers, but underrated, of course, because that's never talked about anymore. Because uh, because he's on the Warriors, but uh, one of the nastiest closers you'll ever see. Uh, bounce back, by the way. That's who we have on for those that don't know. Uh, one yes, of the funniest sir. follows. I tell Sheet every day. One of the funniest follows that I. <laughs> ever fucking seen at least one tweet a day gets shared in the group chat where you're just like what, what's going on oh <laughs> uh, sometimes not, not even warriors related i don't even know rarely warriors related <laughs> yeah, i try to, try to mix it up because you know most of my followers say i'm a warriors bot <laughs> oh yeah how's uh how's how by the way how's quarantine treating you you break quarantine to uh to uh to do anything uh, sketch yet, or, or are you good? <laughs> no, I've been in the house the whole time. Everybody, everybody on the podcast has been this day in the house. I respect that. Um, I like that. Um, by the way, we're we're kind of getting people, everyone on, just to give their hottest takes. By the way, so if you've got one that you've got ready to go, feel free to uh, feel free to share it with us. Hot take for next season. Yeah. Yep. Anything. Hmm. Well, let me tee you up. I'll ask you a question first, okay? Right. Um, let's go with – I lost my questions. That's Do great. go bear. Do go bear. Okay. I like, I like that one. All right. So everyone saw the uh, go bear, Donovan Mitchell. You know, maybe not on the best of terms right now. Yeah. Would you trade Wiggins or Draymond for go bear? I'll, trade Wiggins. I'll trade Wiggins in the heartbeat for go bear. Wow. Oh, okay. Finally, not a good take. Not a fan of not a fan of Wiggins. Not not buying the upside. It's not that I'm not a fan of Wiggins. It's just Gobert is a defensive player of the year. Okay. I know people don't like him or whatever, but he's a dominant defensive player. They can't lie about that. You don't you don't mind Draymond and Gobert on offense, though. See, that's 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 where it gets sketchy. Mm Hmm. I mean, I guess you could argue it's not it's not any different than um, Draymond and Bogut on offense or anything, and that yeah. worked. He's still gonna throw him the lob off the if right. Kurt Lesh, if Kurt is run pick and roll, he's still gonna throw the lob. <laughs> Love that. Love that. But, but if you have him at center, you're gonna dominate on defense in the paint. Even even trading the pick, you would do Wiggins and pick. For Rudy Gobert, you don't care about the pick. You're not a fan of the draft. Yeah, draft. draft. <laughs> not a yeah. fan of uh, not a fan of James Wiseman or Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards. I just don't. I don't. I don't see any uh, star power in this draft. Like you know, like you'll see with Zion or something. I don't see that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all like in, in three, four years, maybe someone will, will pop out, but no one looks like a guy is going to make instant impact. Well, how old? How old is Gobert? Twenty-seven. 
oh yeah that's trade speak it's right right in right in the wheelhouse right perfect age you like you want guys who are i don't know 25 to 30 to add around this team right yeah we went to five straight finals so every year we're trying to compete for a title so i can't we're not trying to wait i think i'm trying to get that five-year project yeah no i don't need that right now we need tips (laughs) Uh, that's uh that's and, and i mean even people even brought up kind of like with the trade exception and some of the draft picks i mean even marcus smart josh richardson uh honestly even- honestly though you want to you want to look at the top teams in the west right now you want to see what will what would bother them if you have go bear in the paint that's going to bother lebron and ad okay yeah i mean yeah, it's Gobert hasn't done too well against AD, but he also he's guarding AD without Draymond next to him. So. I was gonna say if you can put Draymond on AD and then have that backup rim protection right there, that's not bad. Like that's something that that's a problem. The only issue is I don't know. Like I don't know. Like Marty, I don't know if they have enough offense to go up against because you're now just you have Steph and Clay. You are praying. You are fucking praying that somebody's. Yeah, it's worked. It's worked out in the past though. He's like always good. <clears throat> you would you would need something off the bench though. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, like fucking Glenn Robinson types. By the way, they they could probably use. I heard you were at the Warriors World Tournament just chucking up shots. They could use you off the bench, maybe. <laughs> no, I wasn't chucking up shots. I was just spacing the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got to uh, we got we got to make the next one. And like Max refing, I hear. What the hell is with that? When the hell did Mech become a ref? That's some bullshit. Yeah, he- yeah, I got a bag for Mac next time. You <laughs> need some calls in the championship game because I got cooked last time. Very suspect. Very... Sources, sources say he's uh, he's amenable. He'll take the he's on the take. So. <laughs> the money the money's right. He'll call the game the way you want. Yeah, I want to I want to say something about the next draft though, not this draft, but yeah. the next. Yeah, need uh, God bless God bless Cat and his family first and foremost. Yep. But yep. we need we need the Timberwolves to be horrible next year. Yep. Top oh, three absolutely. protected. Top three protected. You know any, you got anyone that you like? I don't really know anybody. It's a few, it's a few local guys. Yeah. So this one guy, his name is uh what's his name? Uh not Jalen. Jalen Green. Yeah. Jalen yeah. Green. Green. Yeah. He's from Fresno, but he played for uh, prolific prep in the Ma- in Napa. Napa. He played in Napa. He played in White People County, huh? He can. Uh, he's doing in Napa. He's he's athletic. <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> he seems to improve his game every summer, from what I see. I did hear his name. He's going to be an elite level wing, top five pick. I think the Warriors are probably going to have a top ten pick. Um. Yeah. So he's going to be right up there. That Cade Cunningham guy looks like he's going to be like a top one pick. So I don't. Cade think Cunningham's going number one. Yeah, he's, they'll, he's, they'll he's look like the... he's going to be there. But uh, yeah, no, I would I would advise everyone to check out Jalen Jalen Green. Some of the um, <laughs> some of the plays just make you jump out of your seat. He's he's a monster, huh? He's, yeah. he's an elite level wing prospect. That's what he is. He's he's a Jason Tatum type of guy. He's already a Bay Area favorite because he's Filipino. You know. Is he Filipino? No. Half, half. No. 
He's got a he's <laughs> got some Green. he's got some Vince Carter level hops. Yeah. Jaylen, by the way, every, every every by the way, when I play Asian League, a lot of half Filipino uh, people. <laughs> Jalen Green, they're always the they're always the best players just because they they claim they're oh. quarter Filipino. All I'm gonna say is if the Warriors get Jalen Green, Chase is gonna have more Jalen Green jerseys than Steph jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> like Daily City is gonna just you don't even want to see it. I was Steph's gonna say gonna South City is gonna be popping. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna oh. you're, you're gonna have Concord going crazy uh, for fucking <laughs> fucking Jalen Jalen Green. All right, uh, Mar, we'll get you out of here. Do you have any other takes? Do you have anything else you wanna you wanna talk about before we get out of here? Um, if we get another piece, we win the title. That's it. Oh, love that. I like it. Love Actually, that. let me let me before you get out of here. All right, I'm gonna ask you. So let's assume they don't get another star. They're not getting another KD. Yeah. Or like Giannis or something, you know, you know the type of player I'm talking about. Like we're like you know, obvious stud. What would you want to add to this Warrior team? What type of player would you want them to pursue beyond that? If we can't get a star, I would say uh, just somebody that could get their own shot. Other okay. Than Someone who could create a create a shot off the bounce. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care if he I don't care if he's starting or coming off the bench. Just yep. somebody that can get fifteen to sixteen points a game. Yep. Like a Lou Will or someone. Yeah, like something like that. Yep. That's uh so no center, no swing to stand in the corner. Someone someone like you know, like a maybe I guess Anthony Edwards in a couple of years, but they need one now. I like that. That's someone they've been missing a lot like these last like four years, honestly. It's not even like the you know. It's like yeah, it's like everyone got excited about Barbosa, and he was he was good in his role, but like literally just anyone who can just come in and create a shot when you need it. Yep. I like I like Marquise Chris, and I like Looney at five. If yep. we don't, we're not able to get another one. Right, right, yeah. So we'll, oh, go ahead. They're pretty. They they're decent players. Not like they're scrubs. Not like not like Jordan Poole, but let's see. Uh, let's. See. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get on. I'm not gonna get on Jordan Poole on the line. I won't do that on here. <laughs> uh, we, me, and Sam do that enough. So uh, maybe, maybe Edwards. Maybe they'll get Edwards. Maybe I'm all in on Marcus Smart if they can trade the pick and the and the trade exception for him. So um, we'll see what they can get. That'd be perfect. Yep. All right, Mar. We uh we appreciate you comp- jumping on, man. We'll uh, we'll chat with you soon, huh? We'll see you at the next uh, Warriors World Tourney, or at least I will. <laughs> all right. Oh man, that was a that was a good episode. Wow. Okay, so we're I want to say we should do this every week, but I don't think Ben has it in him to edit the amount he's about to do. I hate you. <laughs> ben, we we left Ben with a happy note. Jalen Green's half Filipino. Ben's happy about that. I'll take ben, that. Ben, your thoughts on Jalen Green? He's half Filipino. Uh, sign me up for whatever. All does in. he like? Uh, does he like? What's the uh, what's the food truck? Senior senior seasick. Uh, he better because it's <laughs> the best food truck in San Francisco. Oh, Shit, I kind of now want to get it. Um, it. It does sound pretty good right now, actually. Uh, By the way, that's been an underrated San Francisco thing. That the food trucks are just kind of randomly parking places. And it's like, I mean, it's not like anyone could sit in restaurants, so it's just as good, right? So. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, nowadays, nowadays the food trucks are the way to go. We had 10 people on. Um, so let's, before we get out of here, let's kind of rattle them down. We had Mac, we had Ricky, 
We had Urkel. We had Tommy. We had Mike Mikis. We had Jonathan Ma. Janelle. D. Mar. Did we miss anyone? Little Looney. Little Looney. Yep. Looney. Yep. So, hello, fucking podcast. Ben, we appreciate you fucking. Whew. We appreciate you putting all this together. Um, we'll do this again, maybe. Maybe in six months. <laughs> all right, man.